life so interesting? The theory of evolution claims only the strong shall survive. Maybe so. Maybe so. But the theory of competition says just because they're the strong doesn't mean they can't get their ass kicked. That's right. See, what every long shot come from behind underdog will tell you is this. The other guy may in fact be the favorite. The odds may be stacked against you, fair enough. But what the odds don't know is this isn't a math test. This is a completely different kind of test. One where passion has a funny way of trumping logic. So before you step up to the starting line, before the whistle blows and the clock starts ticking, just remember out here, the results don't always add up. No matter what the stats may say, and the experts may think, and the commentators may have predicted, when the race is on, all bets are off. Don't be surprised if somebody decides to flip the script and take a pass on yelling uncle. And then suddenly, as the old saying goes, we got ourselves a game. Seven minutes past the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. Thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to jump right into it. I'm kind of in the area I come up with uncomfortable ideas about society that no one wants to talk about. But if you think about them, if you'll just put all the, if you'll get rid of that and just think about it. Rick, you're in a, in a funny kind of way. You're a modern day Plato. Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't. I'm not sure that's a compliment, but it sort of is. You don't wear those weeds in your hair, right? And you and you wear a little more clothing, sure. And you put the sandals to the road to Damascus shoes up. <laughs> but I do have some. Yeah, you've got some. You remember when I talked about buying organs while you're still alive, selling your organs so a you cutting get cutting edge idea, Rick, that has caught fire. In states are doing it. Some states are trying it. You know, you pay for them, put your kids through college, then you die and they get your organs. Yeah. This one today deals with churches. Now, hold on. I'm talking about you big mega churches of the new millennium. We are members of, of what, what I would call really big churches. In my world, they are. I mean, if you've got... Based on where you grew up. Yeah, I went I grew up, I grew went to church, 300 people Easter Sunday, and now you know there's 5,000 every Sunday. You know, that's a big church to be. And I know they're bigger ones, and this will apply to them too. It's getting to a point, not just at churches, but at all big places, where too much specialized parking, guests... First-time visitors, second-time visitors, third-time expected mothers. You got the handy. Handicap, that's exempt from this conversation. Okay. All right? But that's a given. I would like somebody to tell me the difference between handicap and special needs. Well, let me tell you, when you have two small children, I know what special needs are. Does that count? Even though I don't park in those spots, I am very tempted to do so. Does that count? Rick, have you seen how much baggage? Yeah, but is that what they mean? You've got one T-tot. We've got expectant mothers, and we've got pregnant mothers and just delivered mothers. To me, if you think you qualify for special needs, you qualify. All right, but we would agree, uncomfortable to say this, uncomfortable to say this, happened to me this past Sunday, I thought I had found an out and got shut down on my parking space. I mean, I thought, I said, well, I found a little hunting spot here nobody knows about. Got a letter that I can't park there, and they put cones up to block me out this past Sunday. And I got caught some grief from Sherry that I was doing something. There was, the curb had no markings on it in any way, what shape. What have or, you been doing? 
I had found this little curb as you come through, drop off the kids and drop off Sherry, and I would whip around the back of the building. There was a curb right over by the air conditioning unit. Nobody, It was open every Sunday. I just pulled right over there. Well, they said an emergency vehicle wouldn't be able to get through with me parking there, and maybe that's true, so I won't park there anymore. So you've been called down on church parking? Yes, because I, I'm the master. You got a letter? A letter. Yeah. But How did they know it was you? They didn't. They just put it, whoever you are. On, on, on my windshield. Oh, no. Yeah, can't park anymore. On the windshield? But as I was driving down into the pit, because these big churches always, if you park, I mean, you better be in shape to even be able to get back to the church, okay? Right. I passed all kinds of great parking nobody was in, and they were all special types of parking. Not talking about handicap. That's out of the subject. I'm talking about first time, second time, third time, visitors, guests, uh, mothers here spec this. And I said, you know, all the parking spaces are used up by what – to me, I think you're hurting your membership. Hear me out. The worst thing you can do, parking-wise, is to become a member. <laughs> I Th- know. That's the worst thing that could happen. If you become you get a, to go park out in the gravel. Yeah, now you become a – you can always spot the members because they're sweating, trying to get to the church from the parking. Rick, this is no joke, and this may sound shallow. We visited a church, and it and I'll be honest with you, it was so far to walk. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was like it's Six Flags trying to get in there to yes. park. And and this, I know this makes me a shallow person. Can I just announce it, okay? Yeah, of course it does. The church is on a slight incline yeah. from the parking lot. Physically, I couldn't get to the sanctuary without being completely give out. Bubba, I, I'm going to tell you something. If I could say off air, I'd know the church it was, and that's why I ruled it out too. <laughs> I, I'll just tell you. It, I got in there and me. I was going... I couldn't, you know, I couldn't even sing the hymns because I couldn't breathe. Well, I couldn't you know, stand I, up. I, I right. couldn't stand up. My knees were wore out and, and hurting by the time I got there. Picture this now. This they is, need trams in the parking lot. This is can cu- I call that? This is cutting edge. How about this? We want you to enjoy our church, and once you become a member, you get the best parking. You reverse it. Members get the good parking. Visitors have to walk. And now, the, I know and you're going to catch carrot, flack. A carrot out there. I know you're going to catch flack over that idea, but I see where you're going. I, you're telling me membership has its privilege. Right. How about this? I talked to somebody. I know we want to be loving to the visitors. That happens once they get inside. You greet them, you love them, you hug them, and you even say, you know, when you become a member, you'll get one of those parking spaces like mine. Let me show you mine on the way out sure. since you're a visitor. I'm the one up here in the front. You know, but p- hear me. Give me the MasterCard commercial, parking up front, price. <laughs> yeah, you know? yo, hear me out now because I've talked to people, how long you been visiting our church? Oh, six months. Well, how come? They said, heck, we want that gas parking. I mean, and- Look, Speedy, I've got it for you. Vacation Bible School, $20. <laughs> Weekly tithe. Ten percent parking spot up front, process. <laughs> For everything else, there's Mastercard. You know, but think. You know, that's all I could think about. I thought now that I've become a member of my church, I have. I've been banished to the pit. I've, I've got to go park in the hole and then make and climb my way back to church. It's tough coming out. Am of I hearing from both of you? Shouldn't that it you be didn't dang, join look, a certain church because you couldn't walk to church? There was a church that was too physically demanding. Yes, <laughs> yeah, that I could and not that make That was the your cut. reasoning for not joining. Well, here, here's because <laughs> yes. you couldn't no. walk up the hill. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I spent two years trying to find a church. Did you ever? Were you ever a fourth time visitor and you went ahead and parked where it said first, second, or third time? No, I did. And you get out. I went to special needs. Well, you get out, and then you wonder whether anybody recognizes you. You know what I mean? You know what I did? How do they really know how many times I've been? Drive a different car every time? You know what I was afraid of when I Dress a little different, get a new haircut. When I parked. Rotate the kids differently. When I parked in special needs, 
there was a couple of times I got out, and I was, and I found myself being conscious of the of the fact that were people thinking I was not special needs enough. Right. You know, because one time... Does fat count? One time, Betty grabbed Caitlin and both baby bags, and all I had was Hunter to carry in. And I thought, well, it looks like my load's a little light for special needs. I wish you'd left me there. So you you park in special special needs? needs? I have in the past. I don't now, now that I've got my spot in the dirt over there. I, I like that. Look, I can't worship if I'm winded. Yeah, I mean, can can I can I just call that? I mean, I spend half the service catching my breath, and I had a good spot, and I've been with, bumped out of it. Or you got your Sunday shoes on, you're going with a twisted ankle. That's no good. No, look, look, I, I, <laughs> little dust on. Yeah, can I park in special okay. needs because of my bad foot? Oh, I think you qualify. Look, I drop out Sherry and the kids at the drive-through drop-off because right. Brooks has to go to the nursery, right. and then Brandy and Blake they they latch on because they don't have to hike with Dad. Right. And it's almost like my family watches me now as I drive away, going, "We may never see him again." Yeah. There goes bye, Dad. You know, and I'm like, so really, becoming a member, you get worse parking. I just want us to think about that. I know it's uncomfortable. Can I tell you another thing, too, that I'm very conscious about? I think I've parked too far if I can't start my truck with a (laughs) keychain so it's cooled off. Right. If I'm out of the range, I kind of scold myself and go, i got to get here earlier. Oh, for the longest, people thought I was an usher because I had to catch my wind out in the lobby before I went in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you're telling me you come in after music as the preacher's about to right. talk, and everybody's like, and you come in and go, people have asked right. me for a bulletin. I'm going, I'm just, you know, look, our church, our church is I, well known. I'm just trying to get my breath so I can get here and sing. Look, the doxology. Our church is well known. I mean, it's how would it sound? You have to skip. Oh, oh, blessings. Praise oh, Father. Holy Ghost. I mean, it's, you know, it's tough. So just think about membership earns you better parking, not worse. Because everybody's got that commercial in their mind. Membership has its. Think about it. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Google Play. One minutes past the hour. Thank you for tuning in. It's the Cook's Pest Control Best Of. I'm your host, Speedy. We thank you for being with us. Let's jump right back into it. More requested stuff. Associated Press is reporting from Huntsville, the Rocket City. Yes. A stray 400-pound bull named Bubba <laughs> led Huntsville police on a five-hour chase because officers could not get permission to tranquilize it. Excuse me? I didn't know you had to have permission i didn't either uh, that i i believe i would have tranquilized and asked for permission later as i was sitting on the bull knocked out yeah i think i would have tranquilized and as i got there said was was i supposed to do that officers say the bull almost uh, caused four traffic accidents as he veered around cars leading police down four lane roads and into a wooded area at oakwood college saturday bubba apparently escaped from a <laughs> fence pasture late thursday its owner, a 16-year-old boy, refused to give police, listen to this, the 16-year-old boy refused to give police his parents' phone number because he had apparently bought the bull without their knowledge. They didn't know their kid had a 400-pound bull? Police say because of the boy's age, they needed his parents' permission to tranquilize the animal. Animal controls officers apprehended the bull when the bull got close enough to slip a rope around its neck. Now, who got that close to? <laughs> Who's that person? Because I bet you there ain't no cowboys that could hit it on the run in Huntsville. Huh? No. <laughs> no thing. Then, then if you got him around the neck, then what? 
They didn't know the six-year-old kid had bought a bull. It, you need the parents' permission, but they don't know the kid has bought it. So technically, they're saying that the parents were the guardians of it. Let me get this straight. i got to get this story in a nutshell. To me, if it's, it's going down the control. highway, you shoot it. You know what I mean? That's a 400-pound bull is running crazy through the city of Huntsville, right? Yes. They need to tranquilize it to get him stopped. Car accidents, he's going berserk. We're trying to rope him. The boy they call says, I, 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 he doesn't have the ability to give him permission. We need your parents. Well, my parents don't know I have the bull. Right. Meanwhile, the bull runs crazy, and we can't get. We don't know who to call to, to say it's okay to tranquilize it. Let, me, let, let, let me assure everybody who lives in my area. If your 400-pound bull comes barreling through my neighborhood, I'm going to drop him. <laughs> All right, now, we're going to probably have some trouble after it's over, but that's better than us talking about a death or something, right? right? You realize it's going down a four-lane highway here where people are driving right. you know, probably 60-plus miles an hour. To me, that's a hazard that you take care of. That's what of. I mean. And then you worry, then you sort it out later. You know, if my kids are out in the yard or I'm, I'm out on the highway and there's a bull, you know, if it runs to my backyard and my kids are screaming, I'm going to drop him. And if I'm out in the highway and I realize, hey, this bull's about to kill somebody, I'm taking him out. Sure. And, that's and, what I would think. And, and let's all have steaks and talk about it later. Now, Rick, here is the part I think we need to look at. On this program and in the Rick and Bubba family, Huntsville right now as a whole that appears to be the greatest waste of radio RF energy anywhere in our listing area. Yes. We have a there, – there is a blackout over Huntsville where this show cannot be heard. Yes. Is this a sign that this bull is loose? Is this some kind of sick promotion that somebody's doing – Trying to pave the way and tip us off that they're going to put the show on. Is this a sign to the people of Huntsville when a 400-pound bull named Bubba is ramsacking the city? Now, Rick, I don't know, but some people... Uh, That's a sign, baby. I, I don't know if it's true or not, but I heard that the 16-year-old boy's name was Rick, but I don't know. No, I, nobody knows that. I, I don't know. Might be Richard. Rick for short. Could this be a sign? In your birthday, doesn't it fall? Aren't you a Taurus? I'm an Aries. I just thought that But that's close. Good. Yeah. Goat so, bull. Yeah. Well, Goat bull. It's close. I know. Let's go back Matter to... Matter of fact, my birthday's coming up. I know. I'm looking forward to it. Surely this year we're going to be better organized than we were last year. It just came and went. You had too much on you last year. Right. It, it was mass confusion. I know. In, in your world, that both professionally and personally... Right. I've been it, under it, a lot. Yes, <laughs> and I'm about to crack. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sixteen-year-old uh, boy parents don't know he's bought a four hundred-pound bull. Can I look at that for just a second? That uh, I mean, you yeah. would you you would think you know that your parents have to sit sit you down and talk about the fact that you got an older kid to buy you beer. You know, not that you had right. secretly bought a four hundred-pound bull that nobody knew about. You know, I mean, you know, I, I that's think, not something you pictured talking to your kid about. I think when they talk about this bull, sit down, son. There's I know there's a lot of pressure at school. A lot of the other kids are buying bulls. That parents <laughs> don't know about. But look. I want you to come and talk to me before you <laughs> before you make a move like this. I mean, we can start out with some goats if you want to be a rancher, work your way up, maybe a nice heifer or something. And if you're a good boy, make good grades, graduate, I'll get you a Brahma. But mama, but mama, all my friends are buying bulls. Let me tell you something. If your friends are jumping off a cliff, would you jump off there with them? Nope. I cannot believe, and and it's barrel. How do you feel as the kid? Your four hundred pound bull is barreling down the highway. How does his parents feel today? You think? <laughs> oh, it's a terrible thing today. 
and they're embarrassed because they didn't realize their kid had already went out and bought a bull. They I know. Thought, I mean, they've, been... they've had that talk about marijuana. They've had that talk about, you know, you know, but they look back and go, golly, Pete, we have not talked to our son about bringing livestock into the house. That's not knowing about it. I mean, now I've got to write that down. All right, talk to kids <laughs> yes, about buying bulls. Okay. Right, let me get he that on. Farm animals. Don't, I mean, don't smoke. Don't drink. Don't drink. Okay, don't do that. <laughs> don't buy a bull without me knowing about where, it. Where do you keep no a bull farm without animals. anybody finding out? <laughs> well, I, you know, that's what I don't say. They must have been. How a, do you hide that? They must have been a ranching family or something. But even then, let's say you got cows, cattle. Wouldn't you walk in a porch and go, hey, do we have a 400-pound bull? <laughs> well, think, think about this whole thing. You're trying to cover this up. Really, I think I could keep a family hid in the basement easier than I could do this. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, easily. I mean, do you realize how much that bull would eat a day? Son, son, you know that new truck I got you at Dooley? That nice bed on the back there, got that net gate on it and everything? Where are you going with that food? <laughs> I've been noticing you buying these 100 pounds of uh, cattle feed uh, every other day. Where are you going with that? that hey, son, what are you doing with that giant salt lick? <laughs> Now, I, I heard something about that on the Rick and Bubba show. Now, you, uh, hey, you ain't got a problem. <laughs> Son, your mother and I want to talk to you about your obsession with hay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and it's, it's been cold. Aren't you supposed to do something with a bull when it's cold? I mean, Bob, I think you need to try to buy the bull. Have, be the, have the Bubba bull. You buy it. I'm, uh, I'm more into just eating steaks. Well, if Bubba had I like a bull, buying like in his fence, but with sissy. You said sissy needed son. Where are you going with those wire cutters? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think they'll let you have bulls in our neighborhood. Sissy I don't know. <laughs> Tell you what, mm. <laughs> <laughs> little sissy and the big bull. Daddy, yeah. yeah. Betty, I see, I, I see sissy. What, what is, what is that standing in their fence? <laughs> Did Hunter buy a four hundred pound bull? <laughs> Honey, that's the biggest beagle I've ever. <laughs> Twenty eight minutes past the hour. Parents, jot that down. That doesn't need to be something we're all overlooking. Yeah. Don't buy a bull without checking with us first. <laughs> we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The others won't. Oh, Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't Thank you so much for tuning in to this kickoff hour on the Best of Rick and Bubba Show. Uh, again, this um, this past Sunday, I made another trip out to Cobb Heights, very you know, very very uppity neighborhood, <laughs> to um, for another round of um, a fall ball. As my two children are playing, uh, as if you can't, if, it's, if as if little league over the summer is not enough to kill you, they they make you go through it again in the fall. Uh, there at uh, at Cahaba Heights, and um, and you know, it, all it is is a little league, but it's just more laid back. The parents complain about half as much as they do during the the real season. It's everybody attempts to be laid back, and and, and some my my daughter, and my son sometimes play at the same time on different fields, not even at the same park. So on this particular occasion, I drew the Blake card, which is um my son and the baby. Uh, who was six, and he's moved up to the pitching machine. Now, you, everybody's all updated on that. We now have a pitching machine, you know, that fires it in there. And uh, and uh, so, they, you know, the pitching machine never never does right, and you watch the coaches keep around with it, you know, and you're looking at your mm -hmm. clock. Because, see, I'm the only parent that will admit that I hope that the game starts when it's supposed to start and is over when it's supposed to be over. Other parents are like, well, we just want to have a good time. I'm going, I don't, you know, y'all, at least I'm honest. So, um, 
so we get out there and we get ready for the um, for the for the big game, and um, and, and and Blake is um, is you know has already you know screamed from the dugout you know hey daddy I want a coke and and all that's already happened, so um, so as as we get ready for for the contest. And I'm all excited about it. Blake, uh, big Blake Burgess strolls to the plate. I don't know. And um, and so the pitching machine fires one, and he and he rips it to the shortstop. Mm. And he's digging down the line. Now, of course, he's looking back the whole time, seeing where the ball's going to go. Sure. And um, and and by the, by the luck, by just a miracle, they throw it away. Mm. The first the first baseman misses, it and it rolls to the fence. And when this happens, I realize now that my son's not going to stop for anything. You know, when he sees it go to the fence. All the way, baby. So he takes off, and he's rounding the bases, and they, and, they, and they throw it away a couple times. And and he comes home, and just as he's almost to the plate, he takes his helmet, and he flips it off, the batting helmet, and he, ah! and, he and he comes juking into home and then starts raising the roof. Is he doing oh, Deion no. Sanders? Looking, looking at me. You know, like that. And he's looking at me. He's going like that. And the parents are, are so so. The parents then go. I said, Well, I wonder where he learned that. And I said, I, I don't have any idea what what, mm. what this. So so then they go back out into the field, and and the coach makes <coughs> makes what is a gigantic mistake and puts Blake in the outfield. Now they're playing on a field that's also the football field, and so it's not a it's not regulation farm league or whatever league he's in. It's it you know it's like 400 feet to the fence you know so if, if one ever gets by them it, it's in but there's sand out there where they try to get the football field lined off and all that so I'm watching and I'm, I'm sitting there and parents are all talking I said yep there's my son center field like that and I'm sitting there and by that time I notice him notice the sand uh oh I said there he is center field like that and I go hit and I and I try to do one of these kind <clears throat> here we go Blake yeah Pay attention now. You know, and I'm trying to just give him that. A lot you know? of that. And I've noticed the coaches, no offense, because it's fall ball, and all they want is our $35. I mean, the kids are basically, they, they line up, you know, 20 kids, they bat, and they put the other 20. Everybody's getting a field somewhere. You yeah, know what I mean? Right. So um, there's not a lot of organization. The coaches are not even paying attention to what they're doing in the field. Looks like our softball game. Because there's just too many kids. You know what I mean? So about that time, I see Blake pick up the first handful of sand. Okay? And it goes... Straight up in the straight up in the air, a little smoke right above his head. <clears throat> All right now, Blake. Pay attention now. <laughs> I give him one of these, give him a little pop off my soft drink, and, and parents are starting to talk to me now. Yeah. I know that something bad's about to happen in center right. field. So so I said, Yeah, yeah, yo, yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, syndicated, went on hunts for this week. Yeah. All right, Blake, now pay attention. <laughs> and all of a it. sudden I look, another handful of sand, and he eyes the left center field. Oh, no. Oh, no. And I thank God I hope a coach sees him. You know what I mean? Before, So, a handful of sand, puff of smoke onto the left center fielder. Oh. All in his face. Oh! So, this kid then gets sand and drills Blake with a handful of it. Well, there you go. This sand battle is going nuts in, in center field, and the coaches don't even see it. You know, and I'm going, <clears throat> so about that time, I have to do it. You know, because I don't want to be a typical little league parent, and, and I, I don't feel like that I should have to, you know, once they're on the field, I want the coach not to think I'm trying to help. Right. right. But I think a sand battle in center field needs to be brought under control. Right. Mm -hmm. You know? You're so, not going to be that parent that, that, that tells the coach what to do. No. So all of a sudden, I go, and I sounded just like my dad. I went, Blake! And I just give this, I mean, it just roars <laughs> out in the center field, and he goes, and he just locks down. <laughs> and he looks up, and he goes, 
But he starts chattering like nothing happened. <laughs> little hands on his knees. Yeah, come back. We're about to swing. So, so then, so then they come off the field, and I see him. I see him coming off the field, and I start making my way down there. You know, I said, "Come here," like that. And he walks where I said, "If I ever." So you throw in some, yes, he'll, he'll just start yes, sir, in about eight yeah. times. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. And he looks down, yes, sir. I said, look at me, boy. I said, I'll come out there in center field, and I'll wear you out right in front of this crowd. Do you hear me? I said, don't be throwing sand in outfield again. So he gets up there, and he bats again, gets another hit, and by another miracle, we get on, get on base. So they go back into the dugout, and they get, I'm feeling good. I said, hey, two for two, and mm-hmm. we got the sand thing under control. So I watched the, the kids run back out onto the field, and you start trying to find your kid. They don't have uniforms in fall ball, so uh, you just have to remember what your kid has on. They all look alike, too. Yeah, and I'm going to say, I hit that outfield again. I said, now, where is sand boy? And I don't, I don't see him. <laughs> sand boy. And, I, and also, I said, well, they've moved him to infield. Yeah. You know it. And I said, you know. You know, clearly the coach has finally woke up. Yeah. You know, and I said, not that I want to be a typical little league parent or anything. And I look up, and I get that info, and I get to squinting, and you know, a little show conversation breaks out over here to the right. And and every every week now, I go see Craig and Mary Blanchard, and they want I want to tell them I was going to say hello to them today. And our kids bat one right after another okay. every game, and we and we suffer together through this fall ball. Y'all bonded. Yeah. So uh, big fans of the show. So so I look up, and I said, well, well, Blake, this must be the pitcher. He's going to stand next to the pitching machine, which he's done. So I look, and he's not there. And I thought, well, they've taken Blake out of the game for throwing sand. You know, I think, well, finally the coach has realized it. And I think, well, hey, he deserves it. And I'm not going to say anything. I hope they set his little rear end down. Right. Teach him a lesson. And all of a sudden, the most hard sound, I hear, Daddy! Daddy! And I start looking. I said, well, he's left the field. And I look down, and there's this midget catcher. In full gear. <laughs> and coming out of that mask is dead. <laughs> and I said, oh, please. Please, don't let my son be the catcher. You know what I mean? I mean, because catching is just, it's just like paradise for a sand thrower. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. You're all in dirt, you know? <laughs> and he's got shorts on. He's got his shin guards on bare legs. You know what? I said, oh, son. And, and, and just as I'm about to run down to help to help the, you know, tell the coach, this is, don't let him catch. Mm-hmm. They start firing the ball in there, too. And my son can't even catch. You know what I mean? I mean, <laughs> just hitting him in the much face. less be bad blind. So all he is is sitting there and is going to be target practice for the pitching machine. <laughs> That's it. And sure enough, and then he sits down, and before I can do anything, he sits there and he, and he spreads him little legs out, and they fire one in there, and all of a sudden I hear this horrible thud. <laughs> No, he doesn't. And I look, and no. here he goes. And he jumps up, throws the mask off, bends over, looks into the crowd, and says, Daddy! He the bl- ball hit me right here! And I said, Oh, God. No. And, I, and, and I look, and I said, Oh, God. And I, and I said, Son, son. And I guess at that age, it must not be as big a deal as it is to us. I know it. You know what I mean? So so, so he. No pun intended. Yeah, right. And I, and I said, do, do, they, do they have little league? Do they have little league? You know, athletic cups for little league catchers? And he, he just and he's rolling in the dirt and he get up and hit me right here, daddy. Like and I said, please God, let this moment pass. Let this moment pass. And I just by this pray. I said, Lord, I know I've not. I have. I'm gonna be a better father. Will you please get my son up out of the dirt? Would you please help, remove his hands from holding yourself and screaming? And um. He's a 
So and, and look, now, last year he did that when he had to go to the bathroom, right? right? So. so so this time and he comes up to the fence and he said, Daddy, did you see that? And I said, Yes, son, I saw it. I said, put your mask back on, get back and get hit again. And, and, and look, and he pulls his mask on, look, next pitch, pump right off the head. And, you know, and, and I thought, well, somebody, is somebody just going to realize that my son can't catch? You know, at all. I mean, and the next pitch, turn off, off one of the shin guards, you know. And, and finally, the coach for the other team has to show mercy. The, the coach for the other team moves him back to the backstop and says, son, just catch him once I hit the ground, let him oh. roll to you. You know, and then uh, then he gets the ball, and then he throws it out into right field. Can you any know. of them at that age catch it like that with a bat being swung? I'm yet I'm yet to see a catcher catch one. It, they it, just got like a glorified moving backstop. Yeah, and what I think is bad is they move. It doesn't appear to be that they're putting the best players back there. It seems like you need to have one. To, so you know, to me, they concentrate on the first baseman being to catch, and I think that is important. You you know, you can't get anybody out if your first baseman right. can't catch. Oh. And then, and I'm the first one to say this, my son, you know, has gotten to where he can hit, but he cannot catch. And he has no business. You should be able to play pitch before you, you're, you're put back there. Right. No. When I heard that and I saw him in that gear, I said, this, and I looked, I looked at the you way. You explain to him, being the catcher is no glorious event years yeah. to come when your knees are Well, he just out. thought, hey, I get to put on something cool and look, yeah. like, look like something from Star Wars. That's all he thought. Yeah. So he was going to play Army or something. And I told, I told the couple next to me, I looked at him, I said, this is terrible. I said, this is a tragedy. And uh, and it, and it was so. Uh, and after the game, he came up in front of everybody and wanted to relive it with me again. I said, "We saw what happened, son. We don't we don't have to see it again." So yeah, you know that happened uh, that happened to me when I was playing fourteen, fifteen year old league. I think it was Bronco, or whatever. I can't remember what it was. Uh, I had to be taken to the emergency room. <clears throat> yeah, that, I mean it's not a good thing. I was really concerned about him getting hurt. I mean, and um, so, but it, it's so funny to watch. <laughs> really, what it is. <laughs> You know, at this at this age, all you are is a waiter for your kids. The whole game, they spend screaming at you from the field. Daddy, I'm thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get water this time. I want to. I want a cold. <laughs> and, uh, Hi, Daddy. After the game, can Andrew come over our house? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's the whole game. I mean, that's all you do. Here we go now. You know, you're for trying to get them fired Fall up. Ball. Fall ball. Fall ball. <laughs> you know, at least, at least during the season, they look cute in their uniforms while they scream, hey, I need something to drink. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Eight minutes until top of the hour. It is Speedy with his Cook's Pest Control Best Of. I don't know. Y'all probably know that I've had quite a few occupations. Yes. Uh, construction yes, work, sales. Yes. Everybody wanted to make a salesman out of it. Thought might be a, a great comedian sale. one time. Yeah, a comedian one time. Uh, the pro- a very good job I had one time though. It was a insurance debit, Liberty National Insurance. One of the best jobs I had. I'm not going to run them down at all. I've still got some of their stock. I worked out of the Bessemer office. And like say hello to everybody down there, and I work for one of the sweetest, kindest, nicest, smartest gentlemen, uh, Larry Robinson. Treated me very. Have you fast. applied for another job at Liberty National by chance? No, but I would not hesitate to go back to work for them. That's my ace in the hole. You but know, you always they, you have, back they up. hesitate you know, to have you. Is the question? What if something were to happen Thank to me and I couldn't stand up anymore? You'd you be know? a sit-down comedian. No, Teddy Pendergrass did it. Yeah, but. He's at Hayleville with Quiet Ride. No, I understand. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. 
anyway, um, I worked there for about two years and then decided for some reason to get back into construction business, which led me to comedy, so you can't ever look back. But it was just so much fun. We had Fridays off. You can imagine coming out of the construction business where we worked like seven tens, and then all of a sudden one day they say, okay, uh, we got Fridays off, and on Monday you probably don't not going to do a whole lot either. So it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Couldn't even start collecting on a debit till after 10 o'clock. Come right. on. Yeah, you right. Got to wait on people to get up, get the kids off school and everything. My debit was happened to be in Brighton. I love the people over in Brighton. Everybody said, I can't believe you collected insurance after dark in Brighton. Well, let me tell you something. I was never messed with. I was never treated with anything but kindness. They don't bother the policy man. I got Brighton. you. I got you. Okay, well, every now and then, uh, two agents would ride together. Maybe one's debit was caught up, and you get tired of being by yourself, and you'd go try to sell a little insurance together. He's a Hoover policeman now, but his name was Tim Manzella, and uh, he was a big old boy from around Bessemer area down there. And uh, we're going to ride together, and I had a little Toyota pickup. We start down the alley. Now, out of Bessemer, you come out of the Liberty National, you come down the alley, and right there on the corner is the uh, funeral home, Brown Service Funeral Home. Many people know where that is, right on 4th Avenue. As we're turning out of the alley, there's a dumpster there, and there's a brand-new, brand-new-looking metal gray casket with the handles, the rails, just like you see in, in about 90% of your funerals. Yeah, I got you. You get the gray or the bronze, the gray. And I stopped, and I said, they're throwing away a perfectly brand-new casket. Now, Mickey. Yeah, and Tim said, wonder what that's all about. So I knew the guy. We knew the guy that owned the funeral home, and I went in the back back door there, and I said, what's the deal with the casket? He said, well, when they ship a body in one, we can't we can't resell it or, or you can't be buried in it or something like that. It's a law. If it comes from out of state, you have to change container. So you just <clears throat> throw it away? So you just throw it away, I guess. Anyway, I said, well, can we have it? He said, yeah, if you want Mickey, it. dude. So I walked out there, and I said, Tim, throw that. He's a big old boy. I said, let's throw that casket up in the back of the truck. He said, what are you going to do with it? I said, I don't know, but we'll have some fun with it sometime during the day. <laughs> so we're, we're collected in Brock. Only Mickey Dane. Now, I got a gray metal casket, full size, in the back of my Toyota pickup with the tailgate down because it's too long. to. I had to have the tailgate down. <laughs> Tim kept saying, what are we going to do with the casket? And people would look at it and everything, you know. <laughs> So I, there's right across from a fire hall, there was a, a lady that I dearly loved that had about, uh, Miss Pinky. I guess she was probably about 70 or 75 years old. Now, the reason I called her Miss Pinky is because when the guy that collected the insurance before you goes around and shows you all these people, right. what he calls them is what you're now going to call I got you. And I asked him one day, I said, why Miss Pinky? He said, the house is pink. And it was bright pink. And so I just started calling her Miss Pinky, too. And I'd bring her stuff at Christmas time. Now, Miss Pinky was in this situation. She probably had four or five kids, but they wasn't around anymore, but they left their kids. Oh, boy. So she's now raising probably seven or eight grandkids, okay? Might have had a kid of hers thrown around in there. But it's a big old house with a big old front porch. Old, old house there in Brighton on the old car line. Miss Piggy. Miss Piggy. I pulled up. I said, I got it, Tim. Just stay with me. Just stay beside of me and follow my lead. He said, okay. Now, he was dressed in a black suit, black tie. We, they demanded to wear a suit and tie. So I get out, and I park, purposely park right in the driveway where she can see the casket sitting in the truck. I walked up, knocked on the door, like I'd done so many times to collect, you know. You collect, and this what, is going to get you rehired. You 75 cents <laughs> for well, I think this one they liked me. Yeah. Seventy-five cents for you know for a month worth of insurance. That's what we collect. But anyway, 
I walked up there and I knocked on the door. And she came to the door, had her apron on, you know, sweet lady, probably about 75 years old. Miss Pinky, how you doing, Mickey? I said, I'm doing fine. Once you meet Mr. Manzella, he's from the home office, you know, up there with the woman with the building, holding the torch up, Miss Liberty. Bi oh, yeah, I know that's where their money went. See, they knew that. So uh, I said, Miss Pinky, have you got a paid-up barrel policy? She said, you know I do. Been paid up for years. Look in that book you got, that big old thick book. I said, I know you got it. Do you have that metal casket supplement? Did you get that too? And she said, got that, paid that off. I said, well, we got a big old book down there at that office, and that's why Mr. Manzella's here. Uh, we looked in the big old book, and you were supposed to pass away last Tuesday. We got your casket ready. It's here. You didn't die. So we don't know what to do with it. You need to take charge of it because you can imagine how many caskets we have. <laughs> and <laughs> Being an insurance company. Being an insurance yeah. company. And if, if you got to die on time, you mess everything up. We don't have a big enough warehouse right. to keep these things for you. And she kind of, I kind of pointed to the driveway and she leaned out and she said, Lord God, you did bring me my casket, didn't you? And it's pretty. <laughs> And she walked to the edge of the porch and looked at it. Then she comes back to the door, opens the old screen door, and hollers in the back, Ray, 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 you and Johnny, come here. And about a, a kid about 17, probably a grandkid, and another about 14, came running around the corner of the house. She said, get my casket out of Mr. Dean's truck. <laughs> <laughs> so they went over and got a hold of it and started to slide it out. And he said, Big Mama, what do you want me to do with the casket? She said, slide it under the house. Mr. Dean said, I done been dead for a week. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. It is six minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best of. I'm Speedy, your host for this hour. Let's start this hour as we always do with our national anthem. Seven minutes now past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rick and Bubba on their 
4th of July week vacation back July 10th. Until then, it's one best of after another here on this Cook's Pest Control Best of. Uh, Brittany, what, what's your story? Well, uh, when I was 16 years old, I had the opportunity to spend four months on horseback with an old Indian looking for Bigfoot. Uh, <laughs> what? Was, now, how do you, yeah, how do you, how do you get on that, that trip? Yeah. Well, you know, God sometimes has a hand in things. Yes. But I never, um, my horse was spooked, and I was nearly killed because the horse sensed Bigfoot there. So after all these years, I let it go. So I moved to the mountains of northeast Alabama, not thinking anything about it, but I've had the pleasure of communicating with him. Bubba. Feeding him and... Bubba. Not Bubba. No, I'm just, I'm just making sure Bubba's <laughs> hearing this. Okay. But uh, he's, he is not what people make him out to be. He is a spirit being. And he is not going to, like, attack you or anything. Uh, he's, he's beautiful to me. He stinks, but he's beautiful. Brittany? Brittany, yes. if you talk to him. Brittany, the old Indian didn't crunch up some things. Kind of run in there, mix it up, and fire some up, and y'all have a little smoke. Did no, uh, Brittany, I, did you I, did you partake of the peace pop? Yeah, he not. tried to teach me, but I was so young that I was just on an adventure. Mm-hmm. But uh, a friend was with me the first time that we got to see Bigfoot, and it was—I mean, your mind says no way. But over the months that he kept surfacing, I learned to communicate with him. I learned what he liked to eat. He hates lemons. Don't ever try that. That kind of ticks him off just a little bit. But um, I mean. I'm thrilled that I had that opportunity. He's real. Please don't try to shoot him or kill him. I mean, Let me ask for God's you, sake. Well, I if mean, he's a spirit, it's you, not going to matter. You well, you're not going to be able to get close enough to shoot him anyway. Let me ask you this. I mean, he is intelligent. Brittany. Very intelligent, yes. If you communicated with him, what what is he all about? What's his, what's his deal? He is a guardian of certain areas of the United States. He is just a guardian to protect certain people and to protect an area for a reason I'm not sure of. Um, but he's very real, very real. Is is he physical or you, you said spiritual? He's physical, but he walks into realities. He can go anywhere he wants to go as quickly as he wants to go. I mean, he's very, very. Are you um, talking about like out time, world. time travel type stuff? What is, is he like is time travel? Just, yeah, does he something can, like that? But you would have to really be deep in the spirit world to understand what I'm saying. But I'm just giving you a viewpoint that you're not going to go out and kill him. Well, He's I, not going to allow I, that. Why do you think there's never been a body found? Well, that, I mean, that's, that's a that, good point. You know, proof I mean, is on your side point. there. Um, Let I've me ask you this. I've spent the last 20 years of my life looking into the spirit world, and, and I thank God every day that I got to see him and get to know him and understand that he's just like the rest of us. There are certain areas of this country that are being mowed down. The trees are all gone. They have nowhere to go. So there's just certain areas of this country that he protects. And guards over. I mean, it's that simple. Are you saying he he can literally walk through dimensions, so space yes, and time absolutely. does not apply to him? I have seen him go behind a tree that was not big enough to go behind and then disappear. <clears throat> or appear at the bottom of the mountain. As I'm heading down the mountain, he got there before I did. What, uh, anything but, else he What's his hangout with lemons? He hates them. Okay. But he, he, does, he, I mean, he'll eat anything, any kind of fruit or anything. He loves okay. oranges. Now, Brittany, let me let me be sure I understand. An interdimensional yes. time traveler that does not answer to the space-time continuum has to eat? Yes, he does. But he While doesn't like lemons. Realm, he does, because, see, 
well, like I said, it goes back into how far into the spirit world you get. You right. know, right. You're, you're always feeding the spirits to get communication. Right. If you're just out there on the county line, it ain't, it ain't as big you as that. You need to be downtown. Well, if you go out there and throw world. something out right. there and go, okay, get it, it's not going to happen. Right. Has he, you know? has he revealed anything else? I know y'all are having fun with this, but well, I'm, I'm just well, happy to be well, able Brittany, to help put, put, it's, it's put, a little strange here on yep. Friday morning. For I mean, well, yes. you got to be in our, you know, Maybe I, you know, I'm I'm got some Indian in my blood too. Maybe I'm just not as maybe I, I, I keen to the you reception. You need to check into it. Yeah, I, may, well, I I know how my people used to get in touch with the spirit world. That's why I asked you if you smoked anything. Brittany, let me ask you this: uh, Is is Indian, he alone? Well, I'll put it to you this way: uh, When an Indian smoked a pipe, it was not marijuana in there. Okay? No, it was much stronger. You're right. No, Brittany. well, it depends on what tribe you were from. Okay? <laughs> Brittany, Brittany, but, let me ask uh, you this. I was stone cold sober when I saw it. Okay. And other people have seen it. Is he alone? No, there's actually a smaller one with him. Now, I don't... The big one is male. Okay? So so there is a male-female? I'm suspecting that the smaller one is female. I don't know for a fact. I've never seen her, but I've seen her tracks and it, messages that she would leave me. How did you communicate with her? Uh, with them? I, well, I'll put it to you. It's vocal. But... I, I'm not going to tell you how I did it because it's... Can you do the... Don't give away any secrets. Okay. I really can't because right. there'd be a lot of people tromping through the woods trying to do it, and it would really tick him off. Is right. he of this planet? When he's in this reality, yes, but he's, he didn't originate here. He is not uh, an original... Look, I'm going to ask the big question here, and then okay, we'll, we'll move on because I know we could spend <laughs> a lot of time with this. Brittany, how does he, how does he play into the God-us... Where, where's he at on the chain? Are you calling? Um, are you calling Harry Angel? That's what we need to know. No, no, he's not an angel. What what people have to understand is that the God that created us created everything, and you can't go around just saying everything's crazy or stupid because you haven't seen it or been around it. It's just be a little open minded when people tell stuff like this because it's hard to come out and say something like this goes like oh my god you were on drugs or you're crazy well we you understand know. tommy's got a footprint here and said it was hanging out in the woods you're coming now yours is a little i mean you know it's a you you got to admit you're coming from a different angle here yeah he didn't say he sits around and talks with them and don't and he, tries to feed them lemons right and so what i'm saying is if you do run up on this creature in the woods, don't be trying to shoot it or something because it would be like killing a human. He has—he doesn't look like a monkey. I'm sorry. I'm, I will argue with anybody. He is a beautiful creature. He stinks. Yes, I'll agree with that, but he's beautiful. And he is his, I mean, his eyes, when you look into his eyes, it's almost like looking into a human's eyes. Well, there you go. What a way to start this hour. About 14 minutes past the hour. We thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Don't go anywhere. We have a lot more left this hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best Of. Well, you know, this one here is highly requested. Uh, I guess it's because we've all had issues at the bank. What do you think? You know, I was talking yesterday about... um, banking and yes. i talked this morning or about banking um banking is you know you know we're all we all know that the drive-through has been something not just in food but in banking that really looked good on paper it really did sure and, you and, can bank without getting out of your car what what a great convenience we I, I i bank with a bank that will go unnamed because they 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 
do a good job the majority of the time. They really do. And, and you're overdrawn? Yeah, and I'm overdrawn. Yeah. I, I, like, I like my branch out by my house. They know me. Sure. I, I don't have any problems there. We all get along great. I like that personal relationship yeah. that you get with your bank. As a matter of fact, because I'm such a no-hassle person, I moved my money to a bank that had a branch near my house. Sure. You, that, you that, strictly went for convenience. I don't give a rip what the programs are. <laughs> I don't even care what I'm paying for checking. I I, I just like knowing that, that, hey, look, I got a branch. I mean, it's literally, it's almost, it's almost in my yard. It's, it, it's so close. So, but unfortunately, un, un, unfortunately, there are other branches of this bank. And there's one that is notorious for all of us who bank with this bank. You avoid this branch with your life. I don't know if it's the place where all their, I'm barely hanging on to my job people are sent, like right. it, like it's punishment, demoted. I don't know. Is if, it the I-Station zebra of the banking world? Listen to this. I have never, I have never in my life gone to that branch and got out of there smoothly. It's near work, <laughs> which means if I if I'm if I'm in a handle, it's not it's not that bank, is it? Yes. Oh, okay. If if I'm in a bless your heart, if I'm in a handle like Dad in hospital and he's downtown, and you need to get this in there because your house payment is is you know about to be what's right. that word called when they foreclose? No, you know when your house payment you don't you don't send it in they they. They do a draft. Draft. Thank yeah. you. Draft. It's about to be drafted. Oh, you didn't sign up for a draft. Yeah, which I, I, I hate I look, drafts. I'm anti-drafts. I know a lot of you are yeah. pro that. Yeah, I don't like it. But look, I had a, hey, I've had a bad experience. I know somebody had one. I mean, once they start drafting, wow, a little tough to get them stopped. Look, and you're and you're right on that, by the way. Drafts are bad. But anyway, so with it, somehow I got caught in a draft, and I'm too lazy and can't be hassled in changing it, so I just go with it. Right. Well, there's some convenience right. if you're busy. And but, you I would, take, but I never know if I got enough in there. That's my right. concern. So that was my concern. So I said, can't wait to get to – and plus, when you get to the hospital, when you're in situations like this, it may be <laughs> – the banks may be closed by the time I get home. Because I never know when their draft is coming if my wife is already drafted. Right. You know, and uh, two drafts don't work. So. so in my mind, I, it, it's horrible, and I get all nervous when it happens. I said, oh, no, I've got to go to the branch, mm. the one that, that, that you avoid. I don't know mm. who these people are. I don't know why they all ended up at one branch. Okay. Right. So I know I'm ready. So I get there. Now, yeah, you go in there extra prepared because yeah. you know you're going to have to walk somebody through it. I almost get out and go in. And <laughs> no, the reason, this is a deposit slip. The only reason why I didn't get out and go in, because this is what's happened once at this branch when I went in, I had a check. And had two different accounts. I was trying to put money in. She didn't know what I was doing. I don't know if you can do that. I said a split deposit. Yeah, I said, yeah, you can. They're both here at this bank. The accounts are not at different banks. Right. So I had to explain what to do on that one. Now I knew that was trouble. So then I go, I'm gonna go through the drive-through because all I've got to do is deposit my paycheck. Right. That's it. I don't want any money back. Just endorse and I, I hand did, it over. Here we go. Here's the deposit slip. Right. <laughs> When you send it at this branch, you just sit there all nervous as as the tube disappears, <laughs> but because you know in a minute the godforsaken rattling of the microphone is going to happen. But about that time, I hear, "Ma'am, ma'am, it's not a ma'am." Rick, maybe that's a sign. It's time to cut your hair. Look, she goes, "Sir, yes." Well, there, I know there's a lot of women out there named Rick. <laughs> So, um, our on our on the check, Richard. You see that all the time. Sure. Uh, so she goes, maybe Ricky, but but yeah. but anyway. So, 
We need to see some kind of ID. Now, me, of course, I'm a debater. You know, and yes. I, and at this branch, Rick, I've noticed look, that just at, slightly, at, just at, a little at this, bit. At uh, this branch, but what I do for a living is be a smart aleck. Okay, and I said, "Are y'all afraid that there is a sinister Rick Burgess who's trying to deposit money into Rick Burgess's account?" <laughs> Let me say this. If you're going to falsify a deposit into my account, go ahead. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I said, I'll fill out deposit slips and pass them out I told, if that will help. Yeah, I told him, I said, yeah. And I said, I said, yeah, 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 you've caught me. I'm trying to get Rick back by dropping money in his account. So anyway, so I said, okay. Driver's license, tube, poof, poof. Mint, you know, always mint. And to keep my in between each each rattling of the mic, there's minutes that go oh, by. Oh, sure, okay. sure. Now I'm going, <laughs> ma'am, ma'am, it's not a ma'am. This is still Rick. How come you sent me this driver's license? I went, because <laughs> you asked for it. Huh? You asked me for an ID, and I sent you identification. Why'd you send it? Because you asked for it. <laughs> but look, but look, then all of a sudden, just hang on just a minute. <laughs> ma'am, it's not a ma'am. This is Rick Richard Burgess. I just put a deposit in there. Y'all thought I was trying to deposit money in Rick's account to get him back. I've now I sent you a drive. Who's this driver's license go with? It goes with the deposit with the same name on it! With the same freaking name! You know, like that? How can you be so stupid? You know it? And then there always comes a point where I just go, give it all back. Just give it just back. Give everything I, I, I mean, Let me have it give all it back. back. I hope they foreclose on my house. I'm going to go to the branch out where I live, where people appear to have some kind of education. They seem they seem to be able to 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 they seem to be able to first of all have a pretty good feeling that nobody's trying to get me by dropping thousands of dollars in my account. <laughs> you know what I mean? What a brutal <laughs> trick they, that they, is. They know how brutal. to do, they know how to do a split deposit if I need one, and if they if I ask for an ID and I send it, they remember it. You know, really, it makes that $2 charge at the ATM not look like such a bad deal now, doesn't it? Can you believe that? <laughs> Would you send me this this ID? Because you asked for it. Well, what for? I don't know. You asked for it. That it, Rick, you, just want to, you just want to tap on the speaker and go, ma'am, apparently we have a communications problem here. I just go, my gosh. Let's begin with this. What planet are you from? But but here's the thing. This, I am from Earth, number three. Look, this branch does it every. I have never, never been through that. I don't know what that is. If it's if it's if it what if is it some kind of is it fake? Is that a cardboard branch? <laughs> and, and and there's something else going on in there. And they go, uh oh, we got out. Like we work at a bank again. Is it one of those? <laughs> is, is, let me ask you this: Is there a detention bank? Is that what it is? If you're in trouble, do they sentence you to this branch I to guess. serve hard time? And, and, and it's all and bad. annoy every. Is this it? Are they trying to close that branch and they're just trying to run every single person off? I knew when you said it, I knew exactly which branch you were talking about. It is exactly it, it, what branch. So, <laughs> Ma'am. I mean, I'm like, good gosh. You know, for the. the anyway. <laughs> 
So I, I don't know where my money is. I, you know, I, I got hello. I, anybody at home in there? If, if anyone? You, do you ever go to that brand? Anyone? Uh, I think I know what the one you're talking about. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. I, I know what this means now. Dick and Admar goes to the drive-through. Mm, how about that? Dickie? Well, we'd never get it on there. <laughs> they wouldn't approve it, would they? No, they would not. Oh gracious! Twenty-eight minutes past the hour. Rick's hassle at the bank. It's a classic, and I guess it's because we can all relate. If it's not the bank, it's just customer service in general, uh, and the confusion that goes along with uh, being at a teller uh, and uh, communicating, <laughs> ma'am. Um, all right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back again. Rick and Bubba on vacation back July the tenth, uh, and I cannot wait uh, to hear all the uh, the great stories. I know uh, Bubba had a staycation. Rick uh, joined uh, Sherry in France. Everything's great. Uh, they're not, uh, you know, uh, where all the, the mess is around Paris, so that they should be fine. And, and he said they were. So we'll, we'll be right back. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 25 minutes until top of the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. She would have given up on college if it hadn't been for the Rick and Bubba show. Amen to that. Yep. Some people call us alarm clocks, but I don't know. I that's mean, right. That's, uh, you know. I was able to finish last Thursday, and now I'm working full time, and I'm loving it. You know, I think the way a lot of people look at it, they say, Rick, Bubba, Speedy. Uh, all got college degrees. If they can do it, anybody can. I think there's some that, motivation. That, and, and we want you to look at it that way. I right. think there's some motivation there. Yeah. And I love y'all, and I want to say uh, hello to some friends of mine going to Bur- uh, Pe- uh, from Pell City, headed to Birmingham for work. She graduated last week. Her name is Melody. Well, congratulations. What a great them. feeling it is to graduate, oh, too. Were you, so, were you as relieved as I was? What? Yes. Was I relieved? My goodness. Rick, I couldn't I believe mean, it. No joke. When I went to rehearsal that day, about 2 o'clock, and I saw my name on that chair, I went and asked somebody, I said, now, if I'm on that chair, is there any way they can pull me out? And they said, no, if you're on the chair, you're in. And I couldn't believe it. How good did that feel? Oh, Rick. Well, I still had a sick feeling. You know what I mean? I I could not enjoy the college graduation like I enjoyed high school. Well, see, I, wanted, I knew I was in in high school. College, I still thought I even forgot something. Well, I wanted to get mine in the mail. My mother wouldn't let me. She said, yeah. no, we've been through all this. Yeah, you know, I, I'm going to see you walk. And I Moms said, are king of making you go across yeah. the stage. And yeah. in all honesty, I'm going to admit something to you that I never admitted because I think it's far enough now. I seem to have a job, and, and I'm trapped in this business, I think, forever now because I can't think of any other way I can make a living. Um, I actually, my diploma has somebody else's name on it, and I have never brought that up to anybody. Does it really? Uh, and and and, but I, I was too afraid to bring any attention to it because I thought that they that maybe I wouldn't get mine. Right. You know what I mean? So I just took the one they gave me. Yeah. And I still have it. I don't. We don't post it up in the house because my name's not on it. But right. I, but but I. I, I so, well, look, can, look. If they made a mistake, right, on my transcript, uh, and and they thought I had a class I didn't have. Yes. How long has got to go by before I can bring that up and they can't take it back? Oh, well, you're in now. Are how, you how, sure? How long you been out? Uh, let's see. High school eighty two, college ninety two. <laughs> So it's been uh, the, the decade of learning. What is this? Ninety eight. I've been out. Have I been out that long? Yeah. No, I haven't. I wasn't out because I remember. What, have I been out that long? Yeah. Oh, it's ninety eight, man. 
I got out. It in, doesn't seem like '98 to me, does it, y'all? I, I tell you what, it seems like a good '94 is what it. Yeah, seems it really like. does. Yeah, I, I got out. I in, think I missed four years. <laughs> I got. I out, think I got up too early. Is what it yeah, was. I got out in '89, so I, I've been mm. out uh, nearly ten years just from college. So I, they can't get me now. But <laughs> but that that was my whole thing. I, and I told the guy, and I've told just a thousand times, it is the truth. He said, "Well, they, you know, they're still doing records. You know, if if somebody comes up to you and asks you to step out," and I said, "No." I said, I'm going to the podium, and I'm getting, I'm getting a diploma from somebody. And I, and I told him, I said, I will make all kinds of trouble. If y'all, if y'all try to pull me out, I said, I'm going to the podium. And, and the guy just kind of looked. they say your name but hand you the wrong diploma, or did they even say your name? Did you act yeah. like you were somebody else? I don't else? think they said my name. <laughs> uh, you know, because the PA is so bad. You know, it, it, so you it, mean they said John Smith uh-huh. and you just walked up? Yeah, well, look, we graduated from, from uh, and I don't know what it is, we graduated from Jacksonville State University, and the PA system at Pete Matthews Coliseum is the same one they had when they built it. Well, no, they put in a new height. They spent all this money put in. Uh, I heard, it's boy, it, this is going to be, you're going to rock the world with this one. It's terrible. And let me give you the example. The old one sounded like, Burgers. Mm-hmm. Sociology. Yeah. Well, they put this new one in, and it sounded like Rick Burger Sociology. <laughs> and I thought, man, you know what it was? You just heard muffled sound out of more speakers. Yeah, well, see, I, I mean, it was incredible. Yeah, they do alphabetical, so I was in the B's, and I heard a muffled something that started with a B, and I grabbed a <laughs> diploma. Uh, William Edward Burkley at yeah, I, yeah. Give, give, me that, that. give me that Rick Burgess face when you sat back down and opened it up, and you saw it wasn't you. <laughs> Well, I didn't feel good. I about didn't it. even open mine to like yeah, I got I home. Did. I didn't want to take a chance. And all the pictures you'll notice of my family with me, it's a, it's 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 a, it's the black notebook thing <laughs> shut. It's not open. <laughs> and I, and I never, there's no picture of me holding it open because there's some guy named Richard Brown that's in there, and uh, I don't know who that is. And it's and my my middle name was close to his, but not quite. Right. I've got Richard Lynn Brown's diploma. If you're listening, <laughs> come by and say it. Yeah. So uh, and I don't I don't even know if my I don't think and nobody's got mine because I don't think I got one. But you know, and and, and, and and you know, if you go to a job interview, I'm not trying to tell everybody what to do. But if you go to a job interview, they go, "Do you have a college degree?" You go, "Yes." Uh-huh. They yes. never check it. Yes. You know, I mean, they, they never do. You can put anything on that. You know, you go did you, now. Do you have a degree? Yes, I do. <laughs> I have a uh, matter of fact, I have a master's. Because uh, listen, from, that's uh, that Rick Burgess. Rick, look, look, because let me tell you what's even more to me, confusing. To me, I do have a diploma, so I'm not lying. Let, let me now, tell it's you. not mine, <laughs> but I have one. Let me tell you what's more confusing, Rick. Right. If you will tell them you've been to two different schools. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have. If you go, yes, I have a diploma. And uh, I also have a master's. Well, where is your master's from Jacksonville State? No, that would be UAB. Yeah. UAB. Well, see, because yeah, because you figure in right. my mind, I figure UAB is so big, right? And there's so many doctors and and all that come out of there. It's so confusing that they'd never figure out if I was in there or not. Well, I'll say something like TCU because if you're if you're, if you're, if, you're, if, you're if you're in Alabama, they go, we're not going to check it. Out. What a hassle! I'm not calling Texas. Yeah, but but here, but let me tell you, let me tell you what I do. Let me tell you how I have gotten jobs before, and it's very impressive. This is back when I was really hurting, back before I got into radio, where they you know they would hire a circus clown. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I, I've never in my life been asked if I had a degree in radio. Have you? No. Never. No. But I remember back when I thought I was not going to be in radio, and I was trying to get real jobs. And um, I would say things that were true but were misleading. You know what I'm talking about? Like they they would say, "Do you have a you have your uh, do you have your diploma?" And I said, "Yes, I have a diploma from uh, from Jacksonville State University. I also attended uh, Troy State University." And they go, "Okay." And then I said, uh, "Do you have any other schooling?" And I go, well, "As a matter of fact, I'm an Oxford graduate." 
and they, you know, they some of them think that's Oxford, England. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, and, and you know, they look maybe very impressive. That's right. I am an Oxford graduate. Now, and, I don't tell them it's Oxford, Alabama. And Rick, you were a Rhodes Scholar from Oxford because you had to ride down the road to get to school. I, I, I've used that before too. Yeah. You know, it, it is so funny too because every time I graduated high school and college. People had like all kinds of cumulati, cumulati stuff just hanging all off of them. I mean, they, they had their black robes and stuff hanging, and, and had I was all kind there. of banners look, and look, look like coming to America. Look, and I was, I, I would sit there because usually they'd put them up on the front, and the bees were always up close to the front. Right. So I'd be right around cumulati, cumulati. Look, and, and I and I look, and I'd be sitting there in a black clapping gown. I mean, nothing on it. I mean, not even a name tag. You know what I'm talking about? I'm just sitting there, just just soot black. You know what I mean? It's like. <laughs> and I, and look, you see, you see people like you know, like general soldiers, you know. Man, yeah. and, and you see me just sitting there. You were there too, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and, uh, and what I would do, and what I would do, and the guy and my mother got mad at me at Oxford High School. They said, "Let's have our cum laude, beta, apa, gabba, gibbies. Uh, let's recognize them." Well, I was sitting on their row, so they stood up, and I went. <laughs> and I just stood right up, and they said, "Well, who's the kid in the soot black camping gown?" You know, and I look. You know me. I just stand right up with them. Thank you very much. Thank you. And uh, and my mother, who got very mad, tried. Well, look, my mother tried to explain to me that that was disrespectful because those parents, I received an applause that I didn't deserve. I'm talking about a huge applause. People who had like you know had never made a B in the history of their school career. <laughs> And I'd have that face on, I'd stand up, and I would just soot. I mean, you couldn't, there, there wasn't even, I mean, just a hint of gold on it. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, I, You'd wear a gold necklace just hoping somebody would confuse that for a medal on that. You've seen, you know, I don't know if it, at my school they were gold. Maybe they weren't, but I think they're always gold, aren't they? More gold ropes oh, hanging yeah, out that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, so you what, know what I would do? I, I would like try take to, my tassel and hang it off, try to get something going. I would try to brush up against. I would try to brush up against somebody that had that on, hoping that like some of the, you know, some of the, the gold dust. would get off on me. You some of the gold know? dust yeah. you get on you. You know the the controversy we had at, at our high school graduation for many for several years before we graduated, they would not let them throw their cap. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And that. Uh, and our bunch had said, "Look, we're gonna throw the cap." Right. Okay. And uh, and they were I mean, they was all kind of threatening going on and yeah I'm the king of going what are you gonna do to us yeah I mean we're out of here you're right you know what I, oh, we'll we'll pull that to no I don't think you will because I threw my cap at graduation yeah I mean and not only it got to be such a controversy people were not just gonna kind of throw them up we were determined to knock ceiling tiles out of the top Sling of the them as hard as you could I mean if you didn't hit a ceiling tile you wasn't yeah. considered in the loop you right. know what I mean oh, yeah. so. I mean, they, we just cut loose, and it was awful. We had, in ours, ours was in a stadium outside. So, because uh, at our school, you know, we had a, uh, we had this the, one of the biggest football stadiums in the county, and then our basketball gym was the size of a cracker box. Right. So, uh, you know, you could tell there was you, just a little yeah. bit of yeah. – so, uh, so we would we, – we sat and we had those things you can pull, and it will shoot confetti out of it. Yeah. Just boom. You know, you've yeah. ever seen them? You pull oh, the yeah. back of them, and like they just – Like a cannon. And we had those, and nobody had them under the chairs. And, buddy, by the time we got ready at the end, he said, we, we, they, 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 they won't be no foolishness. And at my high school, they didn't want any kind of foolishness. Oh, I know. I mean, they didn't like uh, hoot and holler when somebody called out the name. And uh, Richard, Richard uh, Lodeberg just, yeah! They didn't like any of that. And, buddy, we pulled those things and shot confetti all up in the air and hit all off the principal and everything. They loved and, it. And he, you see, he, see, everybody was glad to see our bunch go. 
because our our um, our our um, you know what what's the person valedictorian? Yeah, our valedictorian had an eighty-one average. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, I'm talking about <laughs> th- th- this class. It, it was like. This was the food fight of 79 bunch, yeah. you know, all that. Yeah. And they were so glad for us to go. You know, they said, y'all throw whatever you want to while we throw y'all out of this stadium. Yeah, just get out. Yeah, and just uh, so, get out. you know, but of course, you know, in athletics, always, uh, you know, undefeated. But, you know, but it was like, it was so funny. They get up here and said the valedictorian for the class of 83 with an 81 average, Greg Burke. <laughs> you know, and, 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 uh, and, then, and, and then they go uh, in football, uh, 19 and 0 in all area counters, you know, that kind of thing. You know, you could see that uh, we, we were not that good in the class. Room, but got after that there maybe a little misfocused yeah. uh bubba we uh there you go rick's graduation story we refer to quite often here on the rick and bubba show we'll take a break it's the cook's pest control best of they're back july 10th rick and bubba rick and bubba you're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show, the two sexiest fat men alive. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best Of, leaning uh, right about eight minutes till top of the hour. And we thank you so much for being with us. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Let's jump right into it here. Oh, boy. It's a good one. Rick, a Texas man, was sentenced to 99 years in prison. For killing a musician who did not know the song he requested. <laughs> Good grief. Ramon Cabrera, 48, became angry when David Sands, 57, uh, became angry with him because Sands could not play El Guioto. El Guajolot. Whatever. Guajolot. Or, or better known, or more readily translated the turkey the turkey so he shot him in the head with a 38 caliber Good pistol gracious uh, the district uh, attorney uh, told a Reuters news agency on Friday Friday <laughs> as a prosecutor I have seen a lot of senseless killings but this one there's just no way to explain it Sands was a local character who often played the guitar and accordion and sang uh, for his neighbors uh, as a matter of fact, Cabrera lived across the street, and the two men were considered friends. Well, not very good friends. No. Witnesses say both men had been drinking beer when oh, Cabrera insisted that Sands play El Giorto. The turkey. The turkey. But Sands insisted he did not know the tune. They argued briefly, and Cabrera went home, only to return a few minutes later with a gun in his hand. People, uh, he told people to move out of the way, then drilled him with Good a thirty-eight great. right in the forehead. Sands died on the scene with a guitar and accordion at his feet. Good, y'all. Yeah, I mean, Good. this turkey song was. This guy was serious about hearing it. Cabrera. Must be quite song. Testified he was not drunk when he okay. shot Sands. Okay. Oh, okay. But had yeah. no memory of the murder. Look, you better get back to saying you were drunk, Cabrera. Yeah. He was sentenced by a jury on Thursday and under Texas law will be eligible for parole in 30 years. <laughs> All over the, the great Mexican classic, The Turkey. Has anyone ever yeah. heard this song? Wow, well, it must be. I mean, it must be a toe tapper. I mean, a wing dinger. <laughs> Fellas, the RL the guy wanted to hear a song, and this guy said he didn't know it, and he shot him over it. That's a that's important. 
look, I mean, if you're doing a request show, my gosh, you better have a pretty big, a pretty good grasp of a large, large ca- calendar of music there. Is you your know, catalog up to up to par? I mean, Rick, is this song like? Uh, I mean, is it like Night Fever or the Mexican World? <laughs> Excuse me, Senor. <laughs> I would prefer to hear you play. Please, Senor Cook, can you play the turkey? <laughs> Turkey. <laughs> for some reason, that sounded like mean? a German yeah, request for just a minute. I'm going to get my German friend to get on about it. <laughs> Can you believe? <laughs> Sound like he'd been in the turkey. I understand you're not playing the turkey for my Mexican friend. You will play the turkey and you will like it. Jimmy Dunaway says he knows. He doesn't know about this song. Dunaway. Where, you don't, you've never heard of the turkey? In Guadalajara, it's like our version of Freebird, I believe. Oh, come on. <laughs> so you mean to tell me drunk Mexicans sit back here and go, El Guadalajara! <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The turkey is the free bird of Mexico. Look, we have a lot. Any song of, about uh, a bird is people get passionate <laughs> over it. We have a lot of Spanish listeners here on the show. Um, you know, now granted, they don't understand everything we're saying. Right. But uh, can somebody call up and maybe just hum a few bars? El Guadalupe! <laughs> so in other words, if a guy in Mexico is a street musician, he'll go, mm, what song is it you want to hear? <laughs> you know, I remember serious business. I worked at like late night shift at a, at uh, in, in, in at first my first FM job. Yeah. Country station, and I was spinning the country hits, and I and, and we've got country stations on the network, so y'all know the passion of the people. I had a guy tell me that one time he wanted to hear um, what's one of the one of the the legends, and, and unfortunately a lot of the Merle new, Haggard. There, exactly. How did you know that was it? Merle Haggard. <laughs> he, he wanted to work that shit. Off so <laughs> he right. wanted to hear Merle Haggard, and I said, "Well, I've got a you know rotation that in you know, the program." At that time, I was real energetic yeah, about how the sure. system worked. Yeah, you believed in it. Yeah. <laughs> and he, you bought into it. And the guy said it. He said, "I tell you what, son, you don't get me some Haggard on. I know where that station's at. I'll come down there and kill you." I didn't realize that I was in such jeopardy. I mean, that, that, that's just. Look, Merle Haggard doesn't have a song called The Turkey, does he? <laughs> of course, I put it on. You know what I mean? Because sure. it ain't worth getting shot over. No, you know what I mean? No. I mean, look, I, so I skipped a yellow dot and played a red. So what? <laughs> Big deal. <laughs> I think that would have been a gold dot. Lady <laughs> <laughs> Turkey! I remember in a different life in 1982 when, when you had to hear Drop the Bomb if you were talking to a young lady. It was just as serious. Nah, nah. Playlist. We don't need a stinking playlist. Play the helicopter sorte. Y pide esta risa para todo Yeah, I mean nobody has called. Does nobody know this? What song? we look? I know right now there are there are tons of of our Latin brothers and sisters. I want to know right now about this song. So you're saying, Jim, the story could read a man. Uh, in Alabama, was shot over Leonard Skinner's Free Bird. Is that is that what this is about? That very easily could uh, have happened in Alabaster or anywhere else. Uh, Jose says he knows it. Okay, can't sing the song. Can't on, sing Jim. the song. Right, here Hang it goes. On, Hang on, Jim. You want to hear it too? Oh yeah. Hey, Jose. Hello. Jose. Hello, cómo está? Cómo está? Cómo está? Muy bien. Muy bien, qué bueno. Ah, recibe, recibe, amigo. Now, Jose, what is their passion for this song in Mexico? 
Sí, sí, mucho pasión, mucho pasión. ¿Quieres que lo canta? How do you say it? Guajolote. 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 Sing it, Jose. How's it yeah. going? A one and a two. Estoy buscando mi guajolote. ¿Dónde está mi guajolote? Mátalo, mátalo. Guajolote. Now, ¿Qué es más? ¿Es it, it bad? Oh, no. Este muy, muy, muy pasión es la canción. I mean, but it's getting shot over. It. So you're saying, look, buddy, if you're going to be in Mexico and get your accordion and your guitar out, you better know it. You better know it. <laughs> Okay, Jose, let me ask you this. Is this the free bird of Mexico? Thanks for being with us. Gracias, amigo. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. But. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best Of. This is Speedy. I'm your host this hour, and we thank you for being with us. Rick and Bubba back on July the 10th. Uh, I know it was well talked about prior to their uh, 4th of July week vacation that Bubba was staying around the house and uh, having a staycation. Rick uh, flying over to France to join Sherry, uh, and things are going well um, as of right now. Uh, They're not in all of the mess around Paris well away from that, uh, but we thank you for all of your well wishes, thoughts, and prayers for safety, uh, emails, and concerns. So just thank y'all. Uh, one big family, and we appreciate y'all checking in on us, but uh, they are really enjoying themselves together. And so we look forward to, uh, Lord willing, having everyone back uh, on Monday, July the 10th. Let's start this hour with a strange uh, little study here. Take a listen. <laughs> Do you realize that you can't tickle yourself? Even someone as ticklish as you are, and as you head into the office right now, I know a lot of you, I have. I talk to people all the time and say, I listen to the parking lot right before I walk in at 9. Uh, let's try this today. Uh, an article, again, this is from the Birmingham News this morning as so we were looking <laughs> it over. Why is it so hard, Bubba, for you to tickle yourself? You've well, got a, uh, You've got a coffee right there. Check it out. Rick, let me know. Because you're very ticklish. I mean, you're one of the most ticklish people. Matter of fact, Speedy, tickle Bubba a little bit. No, don't do it. Uh, well, I'm, I don't uh, want to tickle him. You no, just go right stop. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> okay, but that's enough. But the point, I just want to prove a point. You're very ticklish. Yes, I am very ticklish. For some reason in this jersey, I'm more ticklish. I don't know why. I right, try to tickle yourself. And you don't like this jersey for some reason. No, I do like Jerry it. Jerry Rice, 49ers Road, Road White. No, I love the, that jersey. I, I'm you just said say, you didn't like it. Well, I said it's not as good as the others you have. All right, look, tr- try to tickle yourself. Uh, and you feel nothing? Say. I don't feel anything. I mean, tickle yourself good and no, hard. No, no, look. Oh, no, I did. No, no, I know. No, what, what are you doing with all that? We're stop not doing it. That right now. Stop it. Bubba. Stop it. Because I'm, I'm trying to get to that. I'm afraid of being tickled. You know why? Because so I can't concentrate. when you're tickling yourself right then, according to this Back article. Back up there, date winner. Uh, according to this article, no more tickling. I'm calling it off. No, no more tickling. Okay. Uh, because because uh, it says that one brain. I'm out of control today. Don't forget that. One part of the brain tells the other part, hey, it's just you. Don't get excited. Yeah. Isn't that neat? The killjoy, Rick, is a cerebellum. I went ahead and took that because I knew you. you would struggle Thank with it. Thank you very much. Found in the lower back of the brain, researchers suggest. The brain is already known to predict what a person will feel when his or her body does something. 
That can't be all bad. Yes. That way it can ignore expected sensations like the pressures on the sole of the feet while walking and save its intention or its attention for more important things like the feeling of a foot bumping a stone. My feet hurt when I walk. Well, I start to say I feel the pressure when I yeah. do this. Prior studies implicated the uh, cerebellum. Did I say it right? Yes. Cere- cerebellum? Cere- cere- cerebellum. You sure that's right? Yes. Cerebellum. Are we making that up? Uh, and telling the brain what to expect from the body's own movements. So uh, basically, this this is saying you know you, you can't tickle yourself because your brain won't let you. Is that what I'm hearing? Yes. The study on self tickling was reported in the November issue of the journal Natural Neuroscience by researchers including PhD student Sarah Jane Blakemore at the University. College London. All right, let me ask you this, okay, based on this information. How come when you thump yourself it hurts? Mm. Well, tickling yourself is something else. That's uh, You know what happens when you tickle yourself, really? Your your brain brain is kind of laughing because it's been caught off guard. That is what a tickle is. It was a, it's not, it can't. Hey Cliff, well, I, let me think how to. Hey Cliff, Cliff, I saw this on TLC. Okay, like my my kids, my kids freak <laughs> when they when I'm putting them to bed. They know they're going to get tickled, right? And they're ready for it, but they the, still it still tickles them. The there's something about because the sen- they're not because they're not tickling right, themselves. Right, stay with me. The sensation that you feel when you are tickled, your body cannot remember that feeling. You know what I'm talking about? It can't program itself to go, "Hey, I'm fixing to be tickled." So. No big deal, but if it's sending the signal and receiving it, it it you know create well. Okay, I think I've made that very clear. Yeah, that's clear as uh, clear as muddy water. Uh, uh, t- t- touch your lower belly. But bro. now this is what this is a strange one, and we've investigated this on the show before. I tell you, don't you, start that again. Oh, uh, Bubba, get your hand out of here. Good gracious, he's got a hand. Don't in his start back. that again. Quit. <laughs> oh man, I'm about to pass out. Yeah, this, this, this. See, I think this goes well. This goes well with our with our study of sticking your finger in your belly button. It's a sight. If you're in traffic right now and you're not moving too fast, and you can do it. Just simply ease your shirt quit. open y'all right gotta, y'all, I'm and looking. stick your finger in your belly button and just ream it around real <laughs> well. I, I mean, that. the top of your head will about come off, you know? And try to tickle yourself and see if it's possible. I think I can tickle myself. I, I really t- do. If I if I play with my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that We're all stuff. scratching like a bunch of monkeys at the zoo in here and nobody's laughing. Are, are you, is, your, is your feet ticklish? Oh, yes. Okay, right there. <laughs> I got me. Did not, is that really tickling? Right there. <laughs> Reach over and tickle him, Bob. Let's see if I see. If oh, I, I, he'll, he's real ticklish if I do it. Yeah. I might pop you. See, so, so y'all are both pretty ticklish in the rib area. Yes. What Very. about you? Let me come around and tickle you. I'm, Go I'm, Rick out. Now I'm ticklish because I'm thinking about it. But it, but it, 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 it some days I'm not as much as I. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, I think you're tickling. Yeah, today's a big tickle day for me. But I, but sometimes I can beat it mentally. Don Juan, let's see if Don Juan's tickling. Come here, Don Juan. And frat boy, bring them in here. But like, are you ticklish under your neck when somebody does that? That drives me crazy. The worst, the absolute worst, is under my arms. Oh, come here. <laughs> Dude, I mean, the worst. And Hunter, it's so funny. Even he's little, and he doesn't know anything. And you tickle, you start counting them ribs, and he will just start screaming. Are, are you ticklish, Don Juan? Well, not really, but can, can you tickle yourself? What, what, <laughs> try to tickle, How do you yourself? Just tickle yourself. But it's saying it can't be done. The study says you can't tickle try, yourself. Try tickling yourself. Is that tickle? No. Now, Speedy, get a hold of him real good and wear him out. Is that tickle? 
that ticklish? Is that ticklish? It says you can't tickle yourself. It says it can't be done. Well, I think it's true because I can't tickle myself. Can you tickle but... yourself? You can't do it. Hey, well, someone volunteered to tickle Erica. It's a, but it's the same. <laughs> but look, it's the same deal. You know, tickle should be tickle. I know. You would think. If, if, if somebody grabbing you... <laughs> That's not an area to tickle, Speedy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> hey, Eric, have you ever here. got tickled like yeah, at the doctor? I know what you're talking Oh, Rick, yeah. please. Get Eric to stick her finger in a belly button. Yeah. Right. And, and, have you ever done that? Today, are you? Co- <laughs> a, is your belly button sissy? My. I don't. No, you can't do it through your shirt, Erica. I don't like doing that. I don't like. I don't. I don't. Everybody on Erica. She's really working it. Eric, can we see that one more time? I mean, just for science. Let's just. Now they did say for for those girls that that have their belly buttons pierced, it's a little bit more sensitive. Sure, I would think so. (laughs) I would think so. I mean, stick your finger in your belly button, don't want. Uh, mine drives me crazy. I about pass out. I can't. I don't know. Do Bubba, that's the grossest thing. Pull your, pull your shirt down. Gosh, please. Oh, you got to see him lay back. I looked over a minute ago. His whole hand was in his belly <laughs> I don't like it. It makes my spine feel weak. I know. Man, I'm, I'm about to pass no, out. No, do you, do it do one it. more time, I don't Rick. do it. Watch Rick's face. Well, see, really I, can't, I can't do it. Well, your hands leave I, like sight, like and I can't tell what you're doing. <laughs> so it's a, Bubba's slobbering over here. Oh, yeah. Well, it makes me feel strange. It takes me like outside my body. I like know. I, here. Yeah. yeah. And you know, we did an investigation on that once. Some people are very sensitive, yeah. and some it doesn't one, seem to matter. One time, I was sitting next to myself, looked over, and I could see me with my hand in my belly button. Yeah. I was going, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I got a bunch of lint in mine. Man. Well, thanks for sharing. I feel like I've got a headache now. It's- well, it's not much land. It's just from this jersey. I, I I can't stand it. I can't. It drives me crazy. Okay, I got it. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. This hour. Thank you so much for tuning in. Rick and Bubba back on July the tenth. More requested stuff on this Cook Pest Control. Best we got to get Adler in here. TV producer Eddie Van Adler, um, sought after DJ at events all over the country. Musician. Yep. Um, Greg, as Greg said, the ladies' pet, a man's regret. <laughs> uh, Eddie Van Adler. Uh, undoubtedly, he he spent some time um, at at some lake, and uh, you have something on your neck you're concerned about, and you said you got bit by something at some lake. Yeah, yeah. I went to uh, Lake Harding or Hardin, Harding. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Where, where is it located? It's like pretty much in Georgia. I didn't know that when I agreed to go to this birthday Georgia? party. Georgia. <laughs> It's pretty much in Georgia, and I didn't know it. A little was. further than you thought. Well, yeah. who who invited you to go? Well, I was in a band in college. Oh, called, here we go. Called Mark Sweat and the Family Band, and we were awesome. <laughs> I take it you were part of the family band. Who was, was Mark Sweat? Mark Sweat was man. Mark Sweat is a great friend of yep. mine. He's uh, <laughs> he just celebrated his sixtieth birthday. And so I went out. What? What? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You, I'm not messing with y'all right you all right You played the man with some old dude? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, Mark, my, Mark Sweat and the what? Mark Sweat and the family band, baby. We, we rocked, man. It was Can awesome. I have something off the set list? Uh, you know, Thrill is Gone and uh, Copperhead Road. And, uh, I mean, we brought it, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Smell of whiskey burning down the Copperhead Road. Da-na-na-na-na. Uh, na-na-na-na-na. Uh, na-na-na-na-na. Uh, thank you, Greg. Okay. Yeah. 
All right, so oh, what, what 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 bit you? You were bit by what? Well, also, I got a bad splinter, so this, this whole lake trip was just a disaster. You got a splinter? I got a splinter like a kid. I had to go dig it out. I'm like, does anybody have a needle? It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> and we set up. We set did, up. Uh, did, did, I didn't did, set it did up. Did big old Mark Sweat get it down for you? Mark what about Sweat? old man Sweat? <laughs> Come here, little fella. It's not what he sounds like. He's, okay. He talks like a normal person. It, Adler went to a 60-year-old birthday party. It yeah. was awesome. I, I love Mark With a guy that he played the band with. I was in Mark Sweat in the family band. You think I'm going to miss it? Who are you? But we set up. Actually, I didn't set Y'all up anything. Some... Yeah, I didn't set up anything, but they Hard drummers are a little whippersnapper. That's exactly right. You're a crooked I mean, little fella. Go ahead. So they, on his neck. They set up. Uh, <laughs> they what you doing with your hands? He talks normal. He, he can't play. More, he's got he a speaks, splinter. He speaks more eloquently than every single person in this room, in fact. And he doesn't even have a radio show. Well, animals. There's animals that do that. Yeah. That's not impressive. It's unbelievable. How is that even better. possible? Where's right. Kevin? <laughs> Kevin came. Oh, no. <laughs> You're not the guy that brings yeah. the dog to yeah, the lake. That's awesome, man. Kevin loved it. <laughs> he had to carry Our a wet dog home. Our next song is from... Uh, it's a big band number. No, go ahead. Y'all, it was so weird, by the way. Kevin <laughs> Kevin hasn't spent a lot of time at those the lake. Those are those so African dogs. He doesn't really know what to do. Kevin hasn't spent a lo- whole lot of time at What's the lake. What's your name, you dog? human man. <laughs> and not a lot of lakes right. down, okay. down The burning. old man impersonation of Mark needs to quit <laughs> now. Okay, okay. And, I, and I don't think can smell it burning down Copperhead Road. And then I, then I got a splinter, and then everybody's unloading and tearing down all the uh, speakers and gear and stuff, and I can't do it because I'm bummed up, so I'm digging the splinter oh, out of my foot. I had to use hemostats to get it pulled out. Luckily, somebody had some hemostats. <laughs> well, you watch <laughs> in that group. There's a hemostat when you need it. <laughs> I got one. It's not what he sounds like. That's not Mark, what when I was young, you just worked it out. Y'all, he's y'all's age. He is y'all's age. This equipment's heavy. And why, why he is you? y'all's age. He's 60. Next, I'd like to do some yes. Hank Senior. Um, I, I went to high school with him. Okay. <laughs> was he playing the gut bass? <laughs> no, but that would be cool if he was. You know, I went to school with Rick and Greg's dad. <laughs> no, we didn't. That coach was Shorty Wayne. Uh, this conversation is going to go no further unless we place a sample. Rick, of, here's of, the old man with him. Hold on, Mark Sweat in the family band. Oh, don't say the old man. He's y'all's age. You old man. So this is the old man sweat band. So this is Mark. This, this is Mark. I get nothing on that. <laughs> this is Mark oh, sweat. <laughs> this is Mark sweat in the it even family. Rhymes. Blues. It even rhymes. Go six. Go six. I knew his weight sound. It like. even rhymed. Old man sweat band. That's a pretty good name for a band. It's not bad. Shirtless. Oh, thank you for coming out today. Is you shirtless? Is that yeah. you, Adler? Yeah. Shirtless. Hey, got shirt off. Right on. Which one is the old dude? Mark Sweat's the lead singer. And don't make fun of him. He doesn't I'm look, not. I'm not making fun of him at all. He looks in better health than all y'all combined. Uh, yeah. Now, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't what, go that, that far. That guy? <laughs> Boy, he's got a set of pipes on him, too. Greg, I'm going to smack your face, Greg. <laughs> smack your face. Everybody just let this release the dog. <laughs> I got to hear him sing more. Right on Yeah. You mean y'all are still on the road? Is that is that that's that's the that's, uh, that's, that's the, the band. band. Yeah. Take a load. Yeah, we Take were, a load, dog. We were awesome. Yeah. So you decided to get shirtless. 
<laughs> I was in the water at the lake. I was in the. I was at the lake. Mark Take Sweet. Mark Sweet's not shirtless. It's Mark Sweat. <laughs> it's not Mark yeah, Sweet. Don't oh. be mispronouncing my friends' names. So y'all quit making fun of him doing your old man voice. That's why I was saying the old man voice is so inappropriate. No, that's not what he Take your shirt off and play the drum. All right. And you put your loan right on. Did you have to put Kevin up during the set? I, I tied him to a tree. Got With an old man. It's <laughs> not true. Somebody used a roach clip to get a splinter out of your foot. That's not true, Greg. I was like. <laughs> Great try. <laughs> I got a splinter in my foot and it was removed. Hey, I happen to have a quill. Hey, hey, hey. I got that covered. I used I used Mark Sweat's hemostats because he used to be a paramedic to get the splinter sure, out of was my foot. Was that before his singing career took off? It's something that we did for fun because we enjoy our lives and we have we today, Greg, you're meaner than you've been in a long time. We're actually happy people and we have hobbies and stuff. It's crazy. It's like it's like we're from the outside world or something, man. It's nuts. I know. I look like a party. Now you're making fun of the party. Now you're making fun of the party. No, it did. Especially the shirtless drummer. I hope you continue not to get any sleep. Right? So, <laughs> now I thought you? I just had a mosquito bite. So I leave the lake. Oh, hopefully, she never gets well. Ever. <laughs> All right, go ahead. So I thought I, I leave the lake. The, the, the party went great. Um, Let me see that. And I thought I just had a mosquito bite. And then the next morning, I wake up and I have several other marks around it. I have several other marks around it. It's, it's like inflamed. That's a, and then I say, you know what? That's a spider bite. <laughs> Did you feel it when it happened? I didn't feel it when it happened. Oh, is it itching? It's still itching. Hey, that's a brown recluse. <laughs> it went from my foot to my neck is what you're saying. You're going. That's, yeah, not, that's not true. It's all up in Everybody you know. knows that. It's not true. That's not true. You've either got a spider bite or a flesh-eating bacteria. <laughs> Just look, who's going to look at this One seriously? I will. I will. Who's going to look at this seriously? Everybody get serious. They got a head on it. We're serious. It had fang marks. I could see fang marks. That's spider then if it's got fang marks. You need to have that looked at. Two, two of them. Bub, I dare you to touch it. There's two of them side by side. I dare you to touch it. That's a hickey right there at your point now. This little, yeah, oh, that's, that's a hickey. Mark? The one them old groupies put on. That's a, that's a birthmark. That's a they birthmark. They remembered him from the supper birth. club days. <laughs> <laughs> Back when she was in her mid 40s. Right before the Barfield era. Oh, that's good. I think you got bit by. Yeah, but let me see the video one more time. I hate everybody. Hey, you need You need to have that looked at. All right. <laughs> I'll check that. You sounded so sweet. Right. Thank you so much for your concern, everyone. Uh, I'm looking so up. Much. I'm looking up pictures of spider bites. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did it itch for a while? I hope it didn't itch. It itched a ton. It still itches. Uh, it oh like, my god. Uh, I look like human too. Y'all are full of it. I'm sorry, it. Mark. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba. Rick to my knees Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. day without him brother Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. oh there is no other Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
Waking on that blubber. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. The number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of Rick and Bubba on their spring, uh, spring break. Their 4th of July vacation. Uh, they'll be back on July the 10th. Enjoy. We ended up going. Just me and former college roommate uh, Greg Haystack-Stewart. We, uh, we had quite a history together, playing football together um, uh, for uh, – you know, we were in college together, enough said. And uh, it was, um, you know, we tended to, at times, find ourselves in some, you know, situations that were, you know, not something you'd be proud of. Uh, but also, there, there was also a, a lot of great times. And there was some concern from the wives and parents that we were going somewhere together again. And we had to declare, hey, we're 37 years old. Yeah, Panama City, which we had to wait for some time to pass where we could return. And we didn't actually, there was only one time we even drove, drove anywhere near that. We were at a camp deal, and then we went over to where the marina is and all the boats go Did you in. ever think you'd be back at KOA? No. No, I, I never did. Now, now no. it, was, it was rumored that y'all were seen riding the strip Saturday night. Is that true? That, that was true. Okay. We just just kind of go down there, and, you know, it's almost like you go back to, you know. <laughs> Check it out. Just, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we are watching right now. There is the Gay Pride Parade from New York City. So you and Greenwood went out thinking y'all were going to watch some event and somebody screamed. Well, you know, the police was blocking everything off. We didn't know what it was all about. Right. I thought, well, you know, I'd seen the Macy's Parade one time. This is going to be cool. I wonder what this is. World Championship, uh, Yankees. I mean, I thought maybe the you know the Ranger, uh, Islanders or somebody had won the, you know, and I was like, what's going on? Gay pride. Okay, I'm out. Yeah, well, I'm out of here. Well, we had a similar situation, you know, because you had to find somewhere to eat at night because we're at a campsite. So you can't, like, eat at your hotel. You know, so we uh, we had to go. And, and, and they made, he made a bed out that I could fit on. My, my, foot, my feet hung off of it a little bit. But it was it was not. I slept well. It was very cold. The versatility there. of the camper is impressive. How oh, yeah. how your uh, your breakfast nook will turn into a bedroom. Oh, it's great. Oh, yeah, really? It really, yeah. By the way, that's, that's where impressive I slept. technology. That's where I slept oh, yeah. at the breakfast nook. <laughs> they moved the table, yeah. laid it down. Right there it was. So uh, anyway, we uh, you know you got to go find it. So we're going here, and I said, well, we, let's find. We got to eat a seafood restaurant. We're in the Gulf. Yeah. So I look, and we're in the traffic on the strip. Now, if you want to feel stupid. Okay, go back to where you were when you were 19, okay, 20, and be 37. And, and, and everybody else, you know, hey, baby. You know, you know, can I tell you this, though? Can I say this? A couple of good moments for me. I had a couple of young girls hoot at me a couple of times. <laughs> wow. I looked at, I just looked at uh, Stu, and I said, I'll tell you what. I said, right now we're getting a couple of hoots. And I said, uh, and then all of a sudden a car of big girls came up, and I said, just hang on, buddy. I said, this is going to be Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise, this bunch coming here. I said, me and Bubba go through this all the time. And look, and they rolled up, and the big girls went crazy. Hey, good looking. I said, that's right, girlfriend. <laughs> Had to show her the ring, though. Sorry about that. I know that hurt you, big girl. Not yeah. a one under about two feet. Nah. Just, that, car, that car just struggling in that, in that car. <laughs> They were in a convertible, and it was just oh, barely, yeah. it could sure. barely roll. Probably, you know, too many of them sitting on the back. Yeah. And probably I, scuffing a little bit. I saw once where they had to get the biggest one in the middle to go to the front seat. Yeah. But I, it was so we, uh, <laughs> we, you know, we, we went through that. But anyway, so we, we, you know, the fishing thing, You and we've all been kind of spoiled here on the show. Would you all agree? We get invited to stuff, hunting and fishing, things like that, where experts are there. And we really don't have to know what we're doing. They pretty much take care of it. And then we, you know, we got a rod in our hand. And here we go. Well, it start began to dawn on me that I was going on one of these trips with 
haystacks. You know, with, with with my roommate from college, where's our expert? Yeah. And I, and I said, do you do this a lot? And he said, yeah. I said, well, how many times have you took your own boat out? He said, once. I said, oh, okay. So this is number two? Yeah. yeah it's number two. <laughs> and, 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 he, and, he, and some reason, and, you know, he goes, you doubt me? You don't think I can do it? You know, that was, it was always that the whole time. You scared? I said, well, a little bit. Now, yeah. was this in the camper or on the boat? It's on the boat. Okay. Now, here's the worst part about it. We fought all the way down because you forget when you haven't been around somebody in a long time, the disagreements you used to have. Oh, yeah. He got involved in a car wreck one time at high speed, and he won't drive fast. Okay. Which I understand trauma. Okay. Sure. So he's driving his car, and he and he goes real. He he's going like real slow. <laughs> and you know how I am with that. Oh, oh yeah. Gonna kill you. How, how slow, Rick? Fifty-five. Come on. <laughs> on the interstate. You know what I told him? Jimmy Carter ain't president anymore. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, we eased him on up a little bit. We can go up to seventy. Yeah. Okay. Don't like to drive fast, big. You know, because they like that. And I said, well, I don't like to ride slow. So we got a problem. I said, I, let me drive. Nope, I ain't riding with you because you're scary. I said, I, I don't, scary. So he started getting sleepy. I said, you, you're dying over there. You're going to have to give it to me, aren't you? I said, if we want to get there and spend two days instead of one, I need to drive. You know what? Let me drive. So we start, we, we, we're cutting up with Speedy because, you know, hearing the show in other places is kind of strange. You know, and I knew we were near Dothan, so I had to hurry because it was going to be off at 9. Right. So, so we, we were like, and then I knew in Panama City, I didn't know where we were on. Right. So, so I, I, I called Speedy up because I'm going to raise with him about doing an interview while we were away, which, you know, it, and it needed to be done. But, you know, we, we can't let that sure. go. Sure. So I called, said, you doing an interview? And we're kind of hollering at him. And about that time, I look, and we're out of control in the grass. We've left the highway. <laughs> And you know what it was? This, this is a, you know, all Gulf South Conference, two national championship nose guard. He nearly kills us over a bug in the car. Just what you had talked about. <laughs> I know. You know how everybody gets all upset about cell phones or whatever when bugs probably. Number one cause of accident, bug in the car. And, I, and, you know, and I'm like, what are we doing in the grass? There's a bug in here. You know, like that. And I said, <laughs> well. Let's, let's keep her in the road and let me try to kill the bug. Yeah. And we're on the air with Speedy during all this. You just hear silence. You hear, ah! And we're just, you know, the grass flying up and all that. So then we finally get down there, all this, and I've, I'm ready. For, and then I realize that me, unexperienced, I'm basically the first mate on this boat. Yeah. It's just y'all? It's just us. What? Just us. And I'm like, we're, we're in danger. You know, because we're not good enough to yeah, be out I, here. I don't like going out in the ocean where people are just getting warmed up. You know what I mean? Can I, I want a real pro out there. Can I tell y'all what you all need to do? If you go to any place where there's deep sea trolling, fishing on boats, where people like us get to do it, mm -hmm. don't don't try to plan a vacation. Don't try to say you got to go to the beach or out to some shell island. Sit at the boat dock, the public Loading dock. Sit there. You will have the time of your life watching people try to get their boat off the trailer and get it back on the trailer. It is precious. It, it, you know, I look and like a crowd start forming because yeah. it's so good. I watched this guy one time and he was going to be the man in front of everybody. And he and he, and he, he backed his truck down and he was going to ride it up on the trailer for yeah. us all and show us how it's done. All right. And he and he got a little hot <laughs> and he rammed. And you know these boats are extremely, 
expansive, you know, and and they and they, and they don't really need to take a beating. No, uh, and you know how the little rubber thing, the 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 point of it's supposed to go in, and yeah. then you then you connect yeah. it and pull it up. Well, he he was going to try to land it softly into that point, and he wham, and look, and his wife's in the truck, and it jerks up in the front, <laughs> and he don't want to act like that ain't what he meant to do, right? So he jumps out, and I've got some people around me, and I own them. I said, he wants to look at that damage so bad right now. <laughs> look, and he gets out, D, that's what you love. It's just, and I said, I thought about you. He's walking like that's what he meant to do. Just as he's about to get in the truck, he goes, and he gets a little look back. And look back. I said, he's looking at damage, look. But he, got, he got just a little quick look back. So we wouldn't see him. He thought he was out of sight, but I could still see him. I had a good angle. And I told everybody, he's looking at the damage. And um, so we saw that one. And then uh, I had a situation. I'm the guy supposed to hang on to the boat. Oh no! While he parks it and comes back, <laughs> so I have a rope, mm-hmm. you know, holding the boat. It's a pretty big boat. Yeah. Okay. So I'm sitting there and I'm talking to him. I said, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go out and see what we can do." And I thought, "Well, man, this boat ain't real heavy at all. It ain't real hard to hold it. I mean, this is nothing." <laughs> I even start thinking water causes weightlessness and that oh, kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And uh, so I said, "Yeah, so my son can hold me like you know, like, up like a baby because of the water. You know, this boat ain't nothing to it." And all of a sudden, I do like this, and I go, and I look. Well, I don't have the boat. It's gone. <laughs> it's gone? The rope had come untied. <laughs> we didn't tie it good, and the boat's gone. Where, where, where did it go? A big fishing boat. What's well, floating out into the bay. <laughs> so then, now here's what's stupid. My first reaction was, I got to jump in the water. And then I think, well, what am I going to do in the water? <laughs> I can't pull the boat back because now I'm, you know, I'm in the water. I can't even get it. Well, I'm going to push it. And I know if Stax comes back... And I've let the boat float out. Yeah. His boat that he's only had out once <laughs> right. is now floating in the bay. <laughs> they will end up in a fight on, on the right. pier. Right. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio! Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh. It brings me to my knees Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba I can't start another Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba Day without him, brother Well, I apologize for that uh, just stopping on us. I have no idea what happened. Um, mm, hate that. <laughs> what do you do? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba Top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the best of Rick and Bubba show. Do you remember, if you think about that, hearing this song, okay, from, from our era, us children of the 80s, all of us that are in our mid-30s, you know, you know, like, you like 30-something, the 30-something bunch, you know, a lot of folks, uh, and we were we were too old because we were out of everything, you know, the craze when MC Sammers, You Can't Touch Us, came out for football teams and high schools and colleges, it, I mean, everybody couldn't get enough of it. This was ours. This was like our You Can't Touch This for football and stuff. I mean, you know, everybody played, you know, if the band didn't play another one, Bites of Dust, you know, I mean, you were nothing. And we had a bass guitar, electric bass, in our high school band. Somewhat ironic, uh, that whole uh, thing sung by Queen, but... Uh, well... You have to put that out of your mind. If you're going to get fired up and get ready to play. I know. They also are the ones who gave us We Are the Champions, so they're involved in sports big time. Oh, I know. I know. Which is hard to believe. Do you realize that Queen gave us another one bites of dust, We Will Rock You, and We Are the Champions? And let's not forget Fat Bottom Girls. Well, yeah. But, well, I mean, are you talking about that right here? Oh, you're going to take me home tonight. 
which oh, uh, I hear that. you kind of have to wonder, hey, what was her motivation? But anyway, it's uh, you know, it's, it's it was a nice little. It's it's, it's it, it is bad to believe that maybe all these songs were written for Powder Puff Football. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's yeah. not uh, our our figure skating. It, yeah. it, it's tough to. <laughs> And I'm surprised. I'm, yeah. I, I we know. are the champions. Ooh, a double <laughs> axle. <laughs> and talking about an overbite. I'm going to go out there to nine on the, on the ice, and I'm going to kick a little butt. Can y'all play We Will Rock You? <laughs> I mean, the hey, is Porky Pig? I mean, not Porky Pig, but Bucky Beaver, the overbite. Let's not speak ill of the dead. Okay, I'm sorry. Freddie Mercury is no longer with us. But it's hard to believe he could sing that good with. The, I mean, not it was. I mean, I'm not saying overnight. I thought you met Bucky Beaver and passed. He scared me there for a minute. Bucky, <laughs> no. Freddie Mercury. I mean, when they gave a profile of him, it was it was especially he was holding a big note and then, and those. I mean, he. Hey, <laughs> but look, let me tell his, you, his overbite was substantial. Roger Rabbit. Let me tell you what. <laughs> I went to school with a guy that looked just like him. By the way, <laughs> the guy could sing. He could sing. What about? Uh, <laughs> what about Bohemian Rhapsody? Very impressive. Made famous again by the movie Wayne's World. Look, I'm I'm comfortable with myself. I enjoy, I enjoyed the music of the rock group Queen. I did. Oh yeah, they had some great music. Galileo. Don't you know when they record that and got all excited, somebody said, "Hey, if we got to do that live." <laughs> I know. He goes, "Hey, how are we gonna do it?" So they just play it through the PA and then kick it. Yeah. What about when he shaved his mustache? It really brought it out. Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, we used to, as my as, as my brother would say, he, he, he can they can he can open up one of them old Coca Colas. <laughs> you know what I mean? Through a, through through a, through a barbed wire fence. <laughs> my brother says it better than that, but it's something like that. <laughs> you ever heard Greg with all those oh, little country I know, tales? I know, I know. <laughs> That's what you get for being a lineman. Like they want that same gun right there. Bryce through a barbed wire fence. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Leave the room. You're huh? <laughs> go in the hall, baby. Just go on. Uh, <laughs> Tell D about it so I can do it through the glass and him laugh. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing really matters <laughs> to me. I know. <laughs> Look, I don't do it We are the champion, my man. But uh, anyway, I mean, it's a substantial so, overbite. I know. God rest his soul. No, well, look. I mean, I got a good friend that has a killer overbite. Well, so look over here at Bubba. Me. Look at both of it. I've got a gap between my teeth, but I mean, that's a substantial gap. <laughs> you know what? Look, well, look. We've talked about it before on the show. If I turn sideways, I look like Alfred Hitchcock. <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I mean, Bubba had, had some. Tonight's presentation. No offense to the guy that gave you braces, but he was serious about getting the spread back out. Wasn't he? <laughs> Look, they, they said I needed a little more room, and now I've got it. Yeah. Matter of fact, I could lease some of that land. Oh. I mean, I've seen jack-o'-lanterns with their teeth closer to you. I know. Yeah.
Will y'all call me Jackaroo for my... Jackaroo's back. <laughs> uh, so we've all got our, our problems. I mean, uh, I mean, come on, come on. I mean, I, I, I mean, what? Oh, oh me. Oh. I mean, yesterday mm. I did a whole bit about playing kickball club footy. You know what I mean? Media <laughs> 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 appears to be in somewhat trouble. Yeah, he knows this is Dee's kind of humor, and he don't want Dee to miss it. <laughs> 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 What uh, is it? Uh, mm. <laughs> yeah, do you like? Did you like the rock, the rock band Queen when you were growing up? Say, so, <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, they did a rap over it. Another one bites the dust. Who did it? Uh, what's his name? What? Did they not? No, I'm sorry. Uh, Vanilla Ice did it over Under Pressure, which was a Queen song. Boom, 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 boom. That's Queen. Is Under really? Pressure. Yeah. yeah. See, I thought all along David Bowie did that. Well, he did. He, he was special guest on it, but it was a Queen song. Oh, really? Boom, 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 diddy, boom, boom. <laughs> See? I tell you, the musical history today is just incredible. No, I don't want to do it again. Do it again uh, you don't understand, this is my brother's big time humor. He's a huge, he loves Freddie, Freddie Mercury humor. Oh, yeah. Uh, do it again in the mic. Huh? No, they, <laughs> But uh, you know what? He had an incredible voice. So seriously, oh, oh himself. yes, that's what I'm saying. It was amazing. I don't think this is Freddie Mercury humor. I think this is overbite humor, to be honest. Okay, with thank you. you for clearing that up. I really do. That, that, let's make our email more specific. <laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> you know really. all you that, all you that were not offended by the Freddie Mercury side about it. How about just overbite? Yeah, well, let's go for that. Uh, <laughs> You know, you was talking about the, I got a little the gaps between my teeth. See, mine don't line up. The other day, I had something hung. Yeah, you can't fit a carrot in between there. Well, I mean, you know, floss doesn't do me any good. I, I, have, to, I have to go. <laughs> I have to go get a piece of rope. You know? <laughs> I can't find it with a piece of floss. You floss with that old yellow rope you can buy down at Marvin's. Yeah. <laughs> ski it like that ski rope. <laughs> In a tight, I'll go get the bar of soap out of the shower. <laughs> uh, the, oh, man. So we've all got her. I mean, if we can't uh, laugh at ourselves, uh, come uh, on. Uh, why, why? I mean, uh, huh? I know it. If we can't laugh at ourselves, I mean, we've left that era, haven't we? Good night. I was back when we could. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in to this best of. It's a Cook's Pest Control best of. Rick and Bubba on vacation uh, until July the 10th. So we're holding everything down, playing best of requests. Love the emails uh, and the, um, the list that were left for me that had already come in as we compile uh, one best of after another. Trying to get to as many as we can. As you can understand, though, that's a little complicated uh, when we only have four segments per hour, but we sure are trying, and we thank you so much for being with us today. Don't forget, it's rickandbubba.com. That's the website you go to for all of the upcoming events uh, where the staff will be. Also, there's the store there, uh, the golden ticket seats. Uh, you can sign up for those. All of all of uh, the information about the show, Rick and Bubba 24-7, it is there at rickandbubba.com. We'll take a break and start a fresh hour. Don't go anywhere.
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Hey, yo. Rick and Bubba's in Ohio. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to Six minutes knees. past the hour. Hello, this is Speedy this hour for I your... Best of, Cook's Pest Control Best of. And we thank you so much for tuning in and the request that you've made. Rick and Bubba on vacation back July the 10th. We try to pass along some of our traditions to our children. And it's painful sometimes to see that our children's generation, there's so many things in life they've never experienced and they don't even know what it is. You know, it is. Rick, I guess it's a sign of getting old. You think about it. Our kids will never uh, have to deal with a record player. No. Uh, you know, an eight-track tape, they have no concept. And really, uh, I think uh, that cassette tapes will be uh, obsolete by the time, you know, they're, uh, they're up and in school and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it is. It's kind of our obligation to pass along some of the fun uh, memories that we had as children. Um, I mentioned to uh, my wife, the lovely Betty Lou, I said, Honey, have, have you ever thought about getting a slip and slide? Because we used to have a ball on those things. When Did you I was think little. do they even exist? Because yeah, that's I, what I would have thought. You know, I didn't even know. And she said, "Funny you mentioned that." I went to the store yesterday afternoon, and I just happened to pick one up. I saw one on the way out. It wasn't very expensive. I grabbed one, and uh, so she handed it to me. Of course, it's folded up in a tiny box, and immediately I thought, "Hey, how'd they get that in there?" Sure. But uh, I took it out in the yard and I unfolded it. And, you know, they've got them high-tech now. I mean, they're they're a lot better than even when we were kids. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because they've got holes in one of the side. You know, ours used to just kind of run over into the, the yellow track. Well, this one squirts out water like up and over. It almost makes a tunnel that you slide through. And, and you know, some of the drops fall down, and it keeps the plastic wet so you can slide and all that. So, you know, I'm, I roll it out, and I water it down. I hammer down the... Uh, you know, the posts that hold it in the ground and everything. And I, the, the new ones, though, Rick, have got a real technical advantage, uh, a, a new thing. They've got like a bumper pad on the end of it. You blow up like a beach ball, you know, and push the little nozzle down. So you slide. It's hard to blow up? Uh, you know, a little more than you want it to be, but it's not impossible. But it, it, it comes around on three sides. So you like slide into a big catching thing. See, we didn't have that. I know. That's, uh, that's a nice addition. And, uh, you know, you get a little bit of water, it builds up in it, so you kind of go into a little puddle. It's kind of neat how you do it. So I was all excited. I hooked the thing up, and, you know, I got a pretty good connection with the hose. It wasn't leaking, and we fired up, and, the you know, the little thing is, is making a ton. And you fired And up. I'm thinking, I the kids are going to think I am the greatest dad ever. You can already hear them yeah. mumbling it. I am so excited, and I'm thinking back to, to fun times when me and my neighbor, Gary Gilbert, used to have one in his backyard, and we would slide, and all the games you make up you get so you throw balls to people sliding and they catch it and then we played one like where you had a guy at the end and like a, another guy on the other end of the yard and you got like three steps off the slip and slide and the guy at the end of the slip and slide was like the pitcher and he would throw it to the catcher and you take off running trying to steal the base and the catcher would try to throw it back and him tag you out before you got oh, to the yes, end sir so you know we had all kind of, and i'm just visualizing my kids all the fun they're gonna have you know you got a few game suggestions yeah, probably on yeah a piece of got, paper. got a couple of balls ready to you know when they get to that advanced stage yeah so i hook it up and i said uh you know hunter is four and caitlin's two i said come on let me show you how to do this hunter's all excited daddy slip and slide slip and slide I said, okay, son, run and dive on it. Well, he kind of runs up to it, stops, gets down on his knees, and kind of does like he's Swimming. doing the breaststroke or something. I said, no, son, you don't understand. 
You need to run and slide on it. So I get him back, and he'd run up again. He'd stop, and he'd fall on the on the thing, you know, water on him. He's not sliding because he's not diving on it. Good, great. You're getting frustrated now. Well, I'm trying to help him, and I even get him down on it one time. I'm going to kind of push him down through there, and I push him a little bit, and he spins sideways. You know, he goes three or four foot. Really wasn't operating like I wanted it to. So I thought, well, I'll get Caitlin. She's a little bit smaller. I can just kind of bowl her like, down through like there. Midget talk. Yeah, I'll get her and just kind of bowl her down <laughs> through there, and then everybody will see it and get the hang of it. Well, she starts crying. She doesn't want anything to do with it. She runs up, looks at it, and then she takes off running. No, Daddy, no. I'm, it's scary. I'm not doing it. Oh, you know. no. So I'm getting aggravated. The water's running. You know, it looks the, great. The, yeah, I mean, it looks – and I'm going, kids, play. Uh, Betty, Betty, can you go down this uh, – no, I'm pulling weeds out of the flower bed. I don't have my bathing suit on. I'll get it on in a minute, you know, all this kind. So, Hunter, come here again. Let me show you. I'm going to get you by the pants. I'm going to try to bowl you. Oh, you're a little heavier than I remember. Right. This ain't going to work out. Right, sure. So, I and, and Hunter's like, Daddy, slip. how do you slip and slide? I don't know how. It, and it, how can you not know how to slip and slide? I know what you mean. And we, Rick, it's it hot. Just came, didn't it come natural to us Rick, as kids? Rick, it's hot. I'm sweating out there. I've been rolling that thing out. that night, And finally, I just break. Yeah, you know how you get to that point. Yes. You go. We call it the kill me stage. Yeah, just where kill you me. just don't care anymore. Kill me. You have got to have relief. You got to get it done. Whatever. And I'm just. I'm probably being a little obnoxious in my scary, attitude. Even. Maybe even a little scary. That to the I kid. can't believe that these kids cannot figure out how to slip and slide. So I'm like, I'm just gonna. Have, and I'm looking. And I'm thinking. I start thinking. Where is my bathing suit? I need to get my bathing suit on and show them how to do it. Well, I start thinking it's in the house, it's upstairs, gosh only knows in our closet where it's at. Sure. So, in my mind, I'm thinking, what would it hurt if I stripped down to my underwear and slide one time <laughs> just to show them how to do it? Sure. What's wrong with that? It's your yard. The neighbors can't see the house too good. No. Because of the growth. So, in it just, Rick, almost in a blind rage. I strip off my shirt, my shorts. I'm throwing my shoes at the at yeah, the house. Yeah, I'm I, mad. I want to know: Did you undress angrily? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and I'm down to my white grippy shorts. Yes, sir. And I'm hey, screaming. I'm screaming. Get out of the way, Daddy's going to show you how to do it. Right. How to go? So I take a running dive on that slipping slide, and let me reassure all of you who are studying physics. That mass does play into the velocity factor. Wow, it does. I went down that slip and slide 90 miles an hour. Okay? you. I mean, I mean it was a good one. <laughs> they really got them shined up and slipped. And I hit that pad, I think, going about 75 miles an hour. <laughs> and I held on for dear life as I went out over the pad Oh, yeah, so you, you couldn't even stop you. Now, Rick, the beautiful part of this is I run, and I'm still mad, and I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> Got fixing Got that old it. angry grimace. Just, I can't believe you can't figure out how to slide. So I run, and about the time I go midair, <laughs> there is a warning sticker mm -hmm. on the slip and slide that's about four inches by eight inches that says, Warning. No one over 110 pounds used this item. Oh, now we're ready. Oh, now, so you, you, you could, you could and just I saw make, that in midair. Right when you, you looked down, and it was looking up at yes. you. So I thought, well, this could be bad. <laughs> well, immediately, no stopping you then, immediately after I do it, mission accomplished. Hunter goes, oh, now I see. 
So, of course, he can't just take three steps and dive. He has to go to the other end of the yard oh, yeah, and start and running. Get to rolling. And, and what's so funny, he will run up, then he will stop, then he will dive on it. Sure. You know what I mean? <laughs> but then he got the hang of it and got to enjoying it. I mean, he is flying down the hill. He is diving. I mean, he's not hitting the slip and slide to halfway down it. I've yeah. never seen that. Yeah. And he's going end over end That's off the path. That's what you want to see, though. And I'm going, there you go. <laughs> go nuts. <laughs> you got to get to take this thing. <laughs> what you was after, wouldn't you? That was it. Now, an important fact, don't try to put your kid on your back. Let them okay. hold around your neck, okay. and you run and dive on the slip and slide. No, no. Well, that sounds that, good, though. In, 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 in my underwear. Of course, Betty comes to the fence and goes, my gosh, what is happening here in this backyard? <laughs> it, but don't ride your kid's piggyback while you slip and slide. Just a little warning. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Now, thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best Now we're getting to the meat of the story. If you're just joining us, quick setup. Uh, Scott Dawson uh, from Scott Dawson Evangelistic Association uh, and uh, Mark Garnett uh, went with me to the farm. Gary, the Spurmaster Bulldozer Man, uh, is in the, the the woods on the trails waiting to scare them, dressed as a dangerous redneck. Uh, my cell phone is out of battery. I cannot charge it, so I'm not communicating with Gary. I would have liked to got the one text, do you think I should bring a gun? Um <laughs> I would have preferred to have gotten that text, so I could have made a decision on that. Uh, so we uh, we it was funny when I charged my phone later that evening to see that text come through. So well, that would have been a big one. Uh, so now I'm taking Scott Dawson on a four wheeler. He's the he's being very cautious with his four wheeler. I've got Garnett who wants to show us all how well he can ride one. Uh, we're now we're now heading onto the trails where Gary is waiting. I think deeper into the area in a big open field. Uh, Gary decided to alter that plan. Another text I did not get. So as we as we round, we're just looking at a shooting house. We've just looked at a food plot, and now we're there's a narrow road. Gary produces himself oh. on the road with a shotgun. What? All right. And uh, and when I say I go into my acting now, oh my guys, we got to get out of here like that. Gary fires a shot. What? Uh, now what? Wait a minute. He took it that far? Yes. He, he, Are you he, kidding he me? Fires, he fires a shot in the air. Well, that's good. And uh, That's well done. I, well, Ricky waited to go to the beach for this. He's going to make it good. What I should have done is yeah. I, 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 I assume, since there are no blanks for a shotgun, that Gary's shooting a live round. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 I tried to... I'm so I'm so trying to win an award for my acting. I should have been paying more attention to my friends, okay? Okay. Because right. I'm I gotta act like I'm losing my mind. You know what I mean? That I'm petrified. So I start acting like I can't get the gator. Well, I think. <laughs> now remember, in my mind, I think Dawson will be frozen and can't leave. Garnett is going to try to leave if they buy it. So I need to focus on Garnett, not focus on Dawson. Right. I probably should have reversed that because the only thing worse than a guy who doesn't really have a lot of expertise on a four-wheeler of him not leaving, the other end of that is him trying to leave and just driving into the woods. <laughs> Rick, wait a minute. No trail. I'm talking about, right through pine trees. Huh? I'm talking about the guy who wasn't sure if the gears were up, down, or it was an automatic. Now has found the horsepower <laughs> through the woods. And it is rolling through the woods. No trail. I'm talking about thick pine thicket as hard as he can go. Okay. 
How do you even go in that? We whip around in the moment. I thought it was going to come apart. The expert on the four-wheeler can't come out of first. It bounces around. To which, to, to which Gary decides he'll fire shot number two. Oh, one wasn't enough. Yeah. <laughs> to, to which Dawson thinks, and that'll do it for Garnett. Dawson, Dawson is going into the trees, and he says he even has a thought, and there goes Garnett. <laughs> I hope he's just wounded. He said Garnett has been executed. <laughs> so, so then, then I'm like, I take off down the trail running, thinking they're with me. Okay, on your four wheeler, on the on the gator, yeah. on the gator. You are you are moving. Though. I'm moving. Now, I did do a duck when he shot the second time because I don't know where he's shooting. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. How serious is he taking this? So, so I get down to the end, and Garnett now finding the second and third gear comes up. He he's as white as a sheet, and he sees me laughing, and he's like, and his face just starts going. He goes, "Is that that guy?" And I and I said, and I said "It's a joke," and, and he's like, it's a "Joke." He says. What is wrong with and, you? And I said, where is Dawson? And he says, I have no idea. He, he said, he said, I said, I said, he said, I was trying not to get shot. Yeah. He, he, said, about he said, when I saw you duck, I thought you got hit. He, he said, he said, who is this? I says, Gary. Like, he goes, what? And about that time, we look up. I don't know how he got through the woods. I don't know how. I look. It's not. It's too thick. The four wheeler can't fit yeah, through there. There's no trail. But he got. The, we look up, way up the road onto the top, and the and the, the four wheeler he's on is red. It's colored red. A red dart. Well, he's gone from I don't know about a four wheeler to he's going to enter a competition. He, he, and I said, we got to stop him. We got to catch him. So, 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 so we said, Gary, what's Gary doing? Well, now? Gary now wants to have the celebration. He's trying to wave to us. I said, we got to catch one. Get so, your wig off. Get your wig off. You're lucky he doesn't fire another shot. So, so, so Dawson disappears over the horizon. Into the where the farm actually is, the pasture and the barn. I said, he's making a run for it. Well, I start pursuing him in the gator. He thinks we've all been killed. Now the man has the gator. Oh, really? And he's digging. Whoa! I mean, he, there's no catching him. I'm How like, hard were you laughing? I couldn't breathe. I couldn't breathe. I was like, hey! Well, Way better than you ever I, thought. So, unfortunately, as I'm getting closer, I see he has the phone to his ear. Oh, no. And I'm like... Oh, are you are you waving no. at him? Or? Well, yeah, but he thinks I'm chasing him. He yeah. thinks I'm the guy. I'm like, you know, I thought I thought it's, it's he he said this. He said, shot one, I didn't know who it hit. Shot two, I know it killed Garnett. He, he said he said he said if I heard a th- third shot, Rick's dead. He said I was, I was waiting for the confirmation of your death. I knew Garnett was gone. Yeah, you know it's oh, so wow. so. Wow, well, Rick. Well, well, now Garnett uh-huh. wants to get on it. Get in on it. So he's like, oh, of course, of course. <laughs> he, got, he hates he was on the other side. Help him heal a little bit. Now listen to Garnett. He says, now that I, I'm so glad this didn't work. Uh-huh. Garnett says, I'm laying in the back. Drive no. up. Drive, <laughs> he said, drive up like you've got me in the back and I've been shot. Like, yeah, nah, and so that's what the mode I'm in. What is wrong with you? Well, he's, he's running. He's running from us because he's not sure it's me. 
so, with the phone to his ear. Yes, and he goes all the way out on the dirt road. He's about to leave the community. <laughs> I mean, he's about to leave. He's he's left the farm. Yeah, you, know, you heard that term. Uh, yes. I'm on a four wheeler, and I'm and out. I and I start going, Scott, Scott, it's a joke. It is a joke. Are you calling? On the way? Yes, ma'am. I, I'm at Rick Burgess's farm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know where I am. I don't know where I am. I'm like Scott. It's a joke, and he just looks at me, and and I he. He said, Mouth, I, I'm sorry, ma'am. I think I've been the victim of a joke. And um, you got to be. Now, who's he talking to? He's talking to 911. <laughs> <laughs> they love pranks on 911. They're my, all about it. My, my favorite part is when, yeah, asked, love when asked where you are, I'm at Rick Burgess's farm. <laughs> What's that? Hey, as as if she would go, okay, got yeah, it. I don't, I don't know if that's. I don't know if 911 keeps a log of that. Oh, well, thank you. We got somebody right on the line. <laughs> We have an officer standing by. <laughs> but that's all he could think of. He didn't know where he was. And then, of course, they got his phone number. And then once they got his phone number, they told him exactly where he was. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and so How'd the, they take the police were <laughs> they were one mile oh, Rick. from the farm. And I said, it's a joke. And then there's that that's uncomfortable oh, no. feeling. But they like to come and check things out just to be sure that yes. if you were the bad guy, you wouldn't get on the phone and say it was a joke. I'm not trying exactly. to say that our reputation precedes us because now they're talking to the locals. Right, right. Once they heard Rick Burgess has pranked me, they didn't even come. Now there he goes again. <laughs> Must be with Gary. <laughs> I don't know if Bigfoot's involved. Because Gary lives down there. Gary's done it again. <laughs> so then there's the – see, I'm all excited about the laughter. But I realized at first it was so severe, I'm not funny to my friends. No. You know, now my friends no, are. No, Rick, when you're scared and you think your friends have been killed and you're caught, right. that's not funny. And, right. and Scott's it's probably really cut up from going through the pine thing. Yes. Let me tell you who well, is happy, and that's one Gary Vine. I yes. look down at Scott's leg, and he's got himself a nice little cut where he's bounced through. <laughs> and he never felt it because <laughs> he was panicking. Adrenaline just ran right through. No that. stitches. Just saw the blood on his shoe. Let me say this. Let me say this. Dawson had one of the funniest lines because Garnett said that story you set up, man. That 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 really did it. Dawson goes, "What story?" I said, you story. "I said you didn't think about the man." He goes, "That never crossed my mind." I said, "Scott." He goes, "Rick, a man with a shotgun was enough. <laughs> <laughs> didn't didn't need a setup story. No. Hey, a man walked out of the woods with shotgun, start shooting. I didn't need a setup story for that." Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to this Cook's Pest Control Best of. We have uh, something involving Greg's eyes. Oh, this is Let's all sing it to Greg's. Which eye is it? Left eye. Left eye. Let's all sing. Y'all not notice how red it is. Let's sing it to Greg's left eye. Let's say hi. So, so Greg, what's going on with your I left think eye? It's these dang lights in here. Greg, Greg, Greg what in effect? Greg, when the I, lights don't make you go they've blind. Been, ever since we started turning them on, is I, the nosebleed the lights it, fault too? It may. It may be. All right, Greg, are you convinced that your health's in trouble? No, I feel fine. It's just my left eye. He said this in nuts. the kitchen during the break, and I quote, 
<laughs> it's going to be bad when I have to wear a patch every day. Oh, lose the sight in my eye. Let me tell you this, That's Greg. what he said. And they and then they said that they would be bad for me, but be good for the show. Yeah, I, I, yeah It'd yeah. be tremendous for the show. As a matter of fact, in white across your patch, rickandbubba.com. <laughs> yes. Or gregspainter.com. <laughs> well, whatever. Well, I could wear a different one. You yeah. first yeah. Patch your clothes. You could yeah. sell yeah. your Hoover Auto Mall. Greg, yeah. I don't. I, look, you got I, a remote there? You wear that one. I, I, Ram 1500 Laramie. <laughs> right. Got it? I don't, I don't want a trend truck of the year. I don't want to. Okay. I don't want to make lies. Of no, the fact that you're going what, blind in the left eye, that but that one there is getting me. That light right there, is. <laughs> that oh, yeah, it's pointed is at it. getting you. What do you What do you think that is? A solar eclipse? It's just a light. <laughs> yeah. No. What do you do? Look at it. Ever since we got these stupid lights for TV, God. But so it's only affecting we, not just your eye, only one of your yeah, eyes. Yeah, because look right there. See how it's coming? To, see over here, it's not as bad. <laughs> but why is it coming. affecting me? So are you wall? Mine's different what? than yours. All right, now, first of all, it comes and goes. affect everybody. Oh, left eye, it'll get real red, and then it'll go away. And we're not talking about TLC. Now, now, eyes are very serious, so we really do need to get his eye looked at. And I need eyes, too. But 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 he is making fun of it now and going, man, I tag gum, and I hate when I'm losing my left eye. And then you talk about getting the patch. But I got to tell you, it's really hurting. Of all people on the staff. Now my face is numb. because Of all people on the staff, if Greg can end up with a patch. Oh, my gosh. Gold, yeah, and a pair, yeah. yeah. And I maybe if you wore, if they tell you, hey, you got to wear a patch for four months and then it'll be better, just so I can get a patch out of it. I would I need a patch. Uh, look, I'm good with the patch being for the full run. What if you had a patch? He's some jokes I, uh, when I used to say, yeah. bring a tear to a glass eye. You I think it's coming well, back to haunt me. I, I'm looking at a list. You know, you you've been at odds with the blind community. Ever I have been not. On that's not true. Smitty yeah. made that up. No, no, I've got audio proof. That, Bubba, what, what's that's the score? Not what I said. Yeah. What's the score? What's the score? That story that Bubba read. Remember the score? I ain't getting in this. I got time for the email today. It was like ten today. six, or so. I can't remember what the score was. <laughs> All right, so your your no, left. It wasn't that close. It was a blowout. Yeah, what's happening to your left eye? I, I tell us, it's tell it's us your it, symptoms. It just, it just don't tell it, us what your theories are. What's your it's symptom? It's real red and it burns. Can you see out of it less? Uh, right now because I got that glare coming from that stupid light. Maybe it's pink eye. Greg, now, were, Bubba, this has been going on for like what if it's, it's the finest, it's the most most extreme case of pink eye ever. What if he pink had, eye because it goes away? What if he had a patch? It's not constant. And what if he had a parrot on his shoulder and he wouldn't take it off, but the parrot got to be a handle, oh. <laughs> and we and none of us knew how. to I've always it. wanted a cussing parrot. I ain't yeah. Pink eye is contagious too. You'd be giving that. Well, it's I have not a, pink. I have that's what feeling. I'm saying, Greg. Greg, I Listen. have a feeling if you had a parrot, it would have that ability. I want you to start going better than a cussing parrot. Because let's be honest, if you're let's say you're someone who's a little bit edgy, if your parent your parrot is not the next level of edge. It's a waste of a parrot. Right. You know, kind of like James Gregory talking about people with that do comedy acts with dummies. You can't get mad at a parrot. You can't get mad at a dummy. You know, if right. they say it, it's like, well, that's that crazy parrot. Right. You know, so nobody be offended. I want. I just want to make sure I'm right. You're convinced that even though all of us sitting here with these lights every day, and me, it's right in well, my face. Yeah, I got two of them right here. That, your yeah, eyes different than I mine. Got, I got. Three, right but you're convinced maybe you don't have light sensitive eyes. Are you right, Greg? <laughs> and it only affects you know what, one you, eye. You know what Just it is. One, what's that? You know, that no. son of a gun right there hey, is doing it. You know what it is. And he told us earlier. He looked into the sun during an eclipse, and it's finally yeah, caught up. That was with a long time. There it is. It's caught up with him. Well, that and just some, some, some people call the the law of the harvest. You think mm-hmm. when I used to weld without a hood on, that had something to do with it? Yeah. It, it could be form of Bell's palsy. Do you find Bell's palsy? Let me you, tell you, you something. Find your left girl. side good, going bad. Good news is you got an expert tangle. here. Well, let me tell you this: the, the, the show has been given many gifts. <laughs> oh. Speedy's momentary bout with Bell's palsy. That's not true. I hit a door. Was a gift. So, I hit a so, door. Hey, hey if, if I have to wear a patch and half my mouth works because of Bell's palsy, oh, 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 you know, it'll be like Christmas. It will. It will. It will. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. 
Greg, Greg, please for the show. Greg, go, will you have your eye go looked blind at? in that eye no, for the it, show? It'll be fine once the show's over. You do, you, <laughs> do you think the nosebleeds and the eye ha- are, are? Nah, it's two some, different things. But unless well, the now, lights are this, somehow doing that. Too. Now this is not tied to the the <laughs> few months we went through where Greg thought he was dying, right? Yes. This is is this yes, same yeah. thing? remnants no. of that. It's remnants from that. It's like shrapnel from it. I just don't right like my after eye. that. We, <laughs> What did he say? I feel wonderful. I just don't like my eye the way it's doing. It's that, it's that stupid lie. Now you I'm like start wearing sunglasses during the show. You like your nosebleeds? Oh, well, you know, we, we've had nosebleeds forever. Yeah, but you know, you've been Burgess having them thing. a lot lately. Yeah, in different areas. You got elevated no, veins. There's just in one your nose. nose. <laughs> it's just the left nostril that bleeds. Great. Oh, just that's the right. Well, see, oh, that's, really? a, that's classic right there. That's the old left would you, eye, right now. Greg, would you? Uh, it is. <laughs> the old one two punch. <laughs> Greg, would you just have your eye examined? I don't see what's so Man. bad about that. Well, like, Greg, I, I, I know it's fine because once these lights turn it's off, so it goes back to normal. All right, Greg, uh, put your hand over your right, your good eye. <laughs> it comes back. All right, look normal. at me. What am I holding up? Two. How about now? Three. I can about see. Now. You're blurry, but How I can see. About now. Four. So it is blurry? Yeah, a little bit. I don't know. It's so bright in here. I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what about now? Yeah, is that better? Yeah. Is I'll, that better? Oh, this one's I'll, definitely better than that. Greg, I will say this. We could Greg, grow We could grow potted plants in here. Yeah, right. I mean, it's bright now. I love it. <laughs> we could grow potted plants. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen nurseries with less light than that. <laughs> Amen, buddy. <laughs> Because <laughs> when we cut these off and go back to the lights we used to use, it, right. it's like we're in a dim. Oh, I don't like bright lights. Never yeah. have. All right, I'm going to call my dad. <laughs> well, who does? I just don't. I'm I'm sometimes they're necessary. I'm going to call my dad and let him tell you how to get through it. What? Oh, no, no, what are you talking about? No, no, he's still mad about that Nazarene thing. Don't do that. <laughs> no, he's really not. He's really not. He's really not. Because <laughs> you can't let it go. Oh, no, I, mean, I, I, I felt bad. I apologize. Greg, did, have, you ever, have you ever had an urge come on Greg, and you go, Greg. oh. <laughs> Greg, has an urge ever crept in? You said, I better not say that. Yeah, yeah well, sometimes, but it's usually too late, doggone it. Hey, Rick, too. That's already been documented. Right. We, we've already covered Look, Rude. I'm ask him if he'd like to see Greg with a patch, Rick. Yeah. Of course he would. <laughs> hey, pal, you're yeah. right up against the glass. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? Well, you can't, Greg, he ain't see well, you, can't, you can't see him, can you? <laughs> I, I can't see him. I thought that was Helms. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to be up against the glass like that, too, once his eye keeps going. I know. I, know. No, it's, I, I promise it's these lights, because when they go off, I'm good. You don't bother you any more than the day. Nope. Going no, home. What about the sun? How long, how long does it take your eye to go back normal? Because we all admit it's red. It takes Real a red. All right, Karen says, <laughs> wait a minute. So should he just be able to go sit in his office and come back and it be normal? Well, yeah, I was going to put him in a dark room, but I'm afraid that that, that, that might upset our dad. He'd got to get on me. Lock me in the closet. <laughs> I could have thought of the sports announcer's yeah, name right there. Craig I know, James. Craig James. Doggone it, Rick. I couldn't think of it either. Uh, you went with our dad. Well, because it was his dad. That's the best I could do when I couldn't think of Craig James. <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. Karen standing by. The Karen hurts a little too now. Now we're talking. Karen about. said the same thing happened to her brother in law. Go ahead. Same thing happened to 72. Yeah. Good morning, guys. And I'm a healthcare professional, too. So. Oh, Those God. Here we go. Yep. And, and on top of that, I do believe that I am married. To Rick, my husband's name is not Rick, and my brother-in-law is Greg in every way. (laughs) And he has lost the sight in his left eye, and he's waiting on a cornea transplant. What happened to it? Yeah, tell tell him what was wrong with it. Now he's blind, Greg, because he wouldn't go to the doctor like you want. Well, you must have had trauma there. He would not go to the doctor for anything until he finally went blind in that eye. But what caused it? Don't really know. Bright lights in a studio? Did he have the same symptoms? Had the same symptoms, but he would not go to the doctor. Did his cheek burn a little bit? 
Did his what? Burn? Did his cheek burn or, or kind of go numb a little bit on that side? Is that happening? Well, yeah. now that we're talking about it. No, not the cheek going numb. No, mm-hmm. no. Now my husband has felt salty from having shingles in his eyes. My goodness, that bunch of something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, I, I get vaccinated before I go to the family get together. <laughs> we got old one eye and then we got old shingles. <laughs> But I'm telling you, my brother-in-law is just like Greg. It cracks me up. Yeah, well, you know what he well, is I hope now? I don't end up. You talking about old dead eye? Well, no, it's nothing like that. Oh, Does man. he have a patch? Thank you, though, for that your concern. That explains why I he couldn't find okay. that deer he stepped over two years ago. And his name is Daryl, so it's dead eye Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> dead eye Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> I think I went through a time warp on that. <laughs> no, Greg. I bet it was on that side of your body. You couldn't time. see it. I, I jumped time somehow. I will never forget. Just like they do on Lost. When we look back on this show decades later, if we live that long, mm-hmm. Speedy and Greg almost Netflix. getting in a fight because Greg didn't even want to look. Oh, I know. Yeah. Oh, oh, y'all, y'all you talk about me. positive attitude. I don't want to talk about it. Y'all tricked me. Something happened. <laughs> that deer was not there. Here's what no we way. know. Here's what we know. These are facts. Greg is losing his eyesight in his left eye. Yep. And he's experiencing sun that gets that. red. You do. I just thought I was losing And it's myself. red as the don't Cardinals the on the home bleeds. game. Nosebleeds oh, and, 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 right and, and other bleeds. I've had nosebleeds ever since I And an born. uncontrolled stinging when he urinates. That's not true. I know what that might be. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Oh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. All right, we're looking at about nine minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show, the number 866-RICK-866-WE-BE-BIG. Uh, 866 Rick and Bubba back on July the 10th. Uh, just a quick update real quick, because I know a lot of you are emailing. Uh, uh, you, maybe you don't follow us on social media, whatever. Um, Rick's been giving updates. He's good to go. He, he landed, um, and if you listened last uh, week, you knew he was going to France to meet Sherry, who had been in Israel. And it was the meetup uh, and and the saga between flying commercial airlines. And I know a lot of you have been experiencing that. So we had some rerouting, some different cancellations. We went through London, uh, bypassed Paris, which turned out to be great, uh, and then met up with her. So they're doing great in South France. So well away from all of the... Uh, uh, violence and and uh, and fiascos that are going on around the Paris area. So uh, as of right now, he seems to be great and loving time uh, with Sherry, and they're enjoying themselves. So just wanted to give a, a quick update because I know a lot of you have been asking. Some have been calling uh, and emailing as well. Uh, and so there's that quick update. They should be back, Lord willing, uh, July 10th, as I said. Rick uh, is um, uh, going to be back a little bit before that with Sherry, but uh, that's when they'll be back live in studio. And then, of course, Bubba, stay vacation time, uh, time at the lake with the family. They'll come back with plenty of stories, that's for sure. Uh, every day, the Good Time Gang just shares duties uh, and will take responsibilities for hours and, and days and uh, and put it and piece it all together and be back on July the 10th. And uh, Adler, I think, was going to have fun in his new van. So cannot wait for that. Future best ofs, actually. They, they'll come back and we'll all report what we've been doing and uh, enjoy those recaps together. And then in a future best of, play them back for you. All right, so here we go. Here's requested stuff. Uh, this one has to do with fireworks, believe it or not, and a past 4th of July fireworks show for Rick that went bad. Therefore, the book of blame comes out. Take a listen to this best of moment. So I said, well, I'm going to do a fireworks show. And Sherry said, you don't know about fireworks and all that. And I said, yes, well, I do. A, she's, she's I, said it, I, I said, as a kid, 
you know, I blew up ant beds and, and, and all that kind of stuff. I said, I know how to put on a fireworks show. She said, Burn the grass at the Civic she Center. She said, but we don't want to watch you blow up firecrackers. And on that note, to, to some people in my neighborhood, the 4th of July is not New Year's Eve. There's no need to be shooting fireworks at midnight. Y'all have got this screwed up. The 4th of July, you just shoot them anytime. Sure. You don't have to shoot them in the middle of the night. Between that, dark and 10. Right. That's a New Year's Eve thing. Why are y'all shooting off fireworks at midnight? Man, I got little kids. You're killing me. The dog's trying to come in the house? So anyway, so, you know, you have to do it at midnight. Must do it at 9 o'clock. Come on. So anyway, so we're I'm out there, and I'm, I'm setting up. It's getting dark. We did it early evening because we want to get everybody in bed in time. So Sherry's got the, even the little tiny baby, too. And I said, hey, everybody on the deck for the fireworks show. I said, I'm going to go out here in the yard. And my yard is down here, and my deck is up here. You know what I mean? So I'm down in the yard, in the yeah. deck. It's like these incredible seats. But they're, a little, they're a little yeah. close to your yard, Rick. <laughs> a little, I remember. A, a little bit. And I was trying to move around trees because I knew I'd set something on fire. And so uh, I'm real big on these that you shoot and the parachutes come back down. Do y'all like those where the parachutes yeah. come back? Yeah, those are pretty I cool. Seen those. <clears throat> oh, yeah. So so I got so I it was I have to shoot those early while it's a little bit light because you can't see them at right. night, really. So I fire one of those. Is this before the storm came through? Yes. Yeah, because yeah, the storm's coming. You got to beat the storm every day on our vacation. Blowing. So I shoot it up, and and but I didn't know that some of them, that the parachute will come down fire. You know, it's got it. it <laughs> That's key to know. Rick. And so the wind caught it and took it into a pine tree. <laughs> well, all right. And 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 the kids begin screaming. Daddy set the, the 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 tree on fire, and I'm going, no, it's going to be fine. And inside your heart's just beating like that. It's going to go out. It's fine. It'll blow out. Yeah, and, and so thank by the grace of God it went out. So then I pick up one of these big old squares where it shoots multiple shots out. I mean, boom, 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 boom. Not not a Roman candle. Have you seen them? They, it's a box. It's a big square, and it and hey, it shoots some pretty insp- impressive stuff. Sherry says, "How about fireworks?" Has really come on. Too. Oh yes, oh, yeah. oh, the ones you can get. And Sherry says, "Rick, I, I think you're in over your head." With I said, "No, no." So I look at it. What the fuse has to be un, you know. And I will say this about fireworks: I'm not trying to down anybody because I'm not one of these over. You, you, a parent should be shooting the fireworks. If a child or an older child is even playing with them, you need to supervise, and everybody right. wears safety goggles and all that. But but I'm gonna tell you the instructions on fireworks leave a lot to be desired. Well, there are no instructions. Find the fuse and light it. Right. So I said, well, there's plastic over the top of it. And I'm going, would I take the plastic off? How's, how's the explosion yeah, going to get out? Take right, the yeah. Off. So I'm looking at it and I thought, well, do I leave that on? So, oh, so I'm Rick. like, so I set Rick. it down. <laughs> Y'all, now, now keep in mind how I've told Sherry how this is going to be fine. Yeah. So I've got me a big piece of plywood out the yard. We don't burn the grass or anything. Right. So I'm on it. Well, I, I go to light it. As I'm backing up, I step on the plywood and it gets uneven. <laughs> <laughs> So, look, the block falls over and is now firing on the deck. Look, and it's going, poo, poo. It looks like Pearl Harbor. Look, and it's hitting pieces of the deck. And the people are diving. Kids are screaming. Sherry's got the baby car. I said, run. Everybody run. And it's going, poo. Because it's got about 12 shots, and I mean, hey, it's firing where they don't have a chance. You know, I'm I mean, they don't have a chance. I mean, and I really think that I am killing my family. Everybody, because what you'll love about it you is... You can't go and adjust it after it starts. No. Well, here's what you'll love about it. Their love for Dad, everybody thinks it's part of the show to begin with. They think they don't even run. I'm going, run! You know, this ain't part of it. Let it be It's not a sparkler. 
You're like that, and Big Love is, you know, he's trying to like catch him like the fireflies. Somebody tackle the baby! You're like that, and Sherry's got the little one covered up. Cover his head! You know, and it's just boom! And of course, what you love about your wife, even when their lives are on the line, Sherry has to get I Told You Show while there's fire all around her. I told you! Boom! Get on Get out! And, I, and they're diving under lawn furniture. I mean, it is a perfect shot right into the deck. Ooh, ooh. You know, my neighbor's like going, and there's no time. The yeah, it's, no. It's a me. I mean, you think it could take somebody's head off if it hit oh, yeah. them. You know how hard those little square <laughs> shoes dog doing? Oh, the dog's been gone. I mean, I hadn't yeah. seen him in days, all the fireworks from 4th of July. I think he said, if it shocks me, it shocks me. I'm out of here. You know, we didn't, he was just, uh, it was just, boom! Boom! So, uh, so the, needless to say, that was. Uh, and then I, I, got, I love Sherry had to get in, and I told you so. Trying to get with the fire on it. Yeah. Did she ever get inside? Oh yeah, they got inside, and it's just firing on the lawn furniture. And the best one, Bubba, was the third one. Two of them shot over their heads, and they knew it was bad. The third one got dialed. In. Listen, the third one hit Bubba the railing. You know how your deck has rails yeah. around it. It hit the railing and shot sparks up on everybody. It, that was the one that nearly hit Sherry right in the chest. I mean, if it hadn't hit the rail, she she was a goner. I mean, it's not funny, but I mean, it, it is funny. But you know, I mean, they, I mean, they shoot like real fire. I can see you just. Right. I had to make the call. Grab the kids. <laughs> How many times have you seen the box get tipped over right. that they're in? Well, you know how, it, and it's not, see, the bad thing about these squares, it's not just one shot. Oh, it it's like 12. Going. Oh, yeah. And it's just burying them. They look like they were pinned down in right. a war. You know, and, uh, and of course, then I go from Mr. Excitement Fireworks Show to Cold Husband yeah. after cleaning That's up. <clears throat> Kids, y'all going in. I'm going to clean up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Daddy and Blake. Brandy and Blake are old enough to know I'm in trouble. Daddy, we thought it was great. Daddy, that was a good show. Y'all just go on in. It's gonna rain. Could somebody stop the music that I had it uh, timed down to? <laughs> she said <laughs> the baby's crying. I know. It said he had fire around him. Get it y'all go on in. <laughs> Daddy, why is Brooks upset? <clears throat> he was running from fire. Y'all go on in. <laughs> Baby's scared of fire. Hot, hot. No touch. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Bubba. It was 1994 and radio was such a bore. Every station that you heard sounded so lame. Then came two good old boys Breaking through that static noise And my radio ain't never been the same It's a very funny thing How they make us laugh and sing I'm so glad they proved all of those critics wrong You got Rick and you got Bubba Man, there just ain't no other From Alabama to the world Still going strong Bubba 
seven minutes past the hour. Welcome to a brand new hour of the Cook's Pest Control Best of. I'm your host, Speedy. Let's get into so it. So Sherry and I went to the beach uh, this past weekend, and uh, my beautiful wife, if, 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 she, if, you're, if you're willing, she'll go to the beach, and she'll stay out there all day long. All day long. And then the only, thing, that, the only thing she wants to break for is a bike ride. Uh, so and I know that and going in, and I know that going in. Now keep in mind, <laughs> keep in mind. First of all, hey, first of all, hey, first, yeah, first of all, I'm a grown man, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh. And when grown men recently turned fifty seven, especially, especially <laughs> if you're a grown man who, you know, you're trying to do better with your eating and everything, but mm-hmm. you have a great fondness for food. Yeah. yeah. When when people are encouraging you to eat, <laughs> right? Like you have. I got in my beard right beard, now. Right? Yeah. When yeah. people are encouraging you to eat, you don't want to waste it on something like some. A K or a acai bowl. I've never they, heard it called That's it. That's it. There they are. Look at that, Bubba. Oh, that's acai. Acai. Women go crazy Which over these parts restaurants. Acai? They go crazy. <laughs> so Sherry, now, has, am I the only one that's never heard it called acai? I've heard a K or a K. A K, a K what? A K, you heard it wrong. Yeah. Acai. <laughs> but you go in there and they Look, have. I love charcuterie boards now. Yeah. <laughs> You're like you what? <laughs> I think you just bit your tongue. <laughs> right. No. That's yeah, right. Yeah. Did you order an acai bowl? Did no. you have to say it? So here's the thing. I'll take oh, but don't forget this. Don't forget this. When you go acai. into these restaurants. <laughs> Not only are you already demoralized that you're going into one of these places. Because it ain't a steakhouse. When you, when you walk in, no keep in there. mind, Sherry's asking me to take one of my meal opportunities at the beach. Yeah. And, mm. and waste Which it. Which part of the trip. And waste it on this. When you that go in there. wedge salad. These, these, places, <laughs> these places are just like the Starbucks problem. Not only is it demoralizing for any heterosexual man to go in there. Uh-huh. But then the way that they name their bowls, you got to go through the embarrassment. Gotta say it. Uh, I'd like to have the uh, uh, the Bahama Joyful. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, you know like, what? Bahama Joyful. Uh, I'd like to have the uh, you know. I'd like to have the Cowabunga. You know, I mean, you feel like you feel like an idiot. You know what I mean? And so, so, so I listen. I walk up, and of course, all these places for some reason nobody knows why they, they have they have to Greg they have to lease the spot that features two hundred square feet. Oh, yeah. Everybody is packed. You can't turn around. Oh, no. And so I walk up. And, guys, when I walk up, because, you know, you want to come through, come back Mm -hmm. to the beach with whatever she wants, okay? Doing what she likes. Okay? (laughs) Hey, we're doing what she likes. It's great. We're eating as a And so I walk up. And, Bubba, you remember the term for Chuck E. Cheese hell? Uh, They were lined up outside like the Stones Stones were in town. Oh, I love it. This time, because, remember, this is the target audience, they're lined up outside like Justin Bieber's in town. Oh, my gosh. As far as I can see, our girls, anywhere from the age 12 to 18, that's all it is. Okay. And, and I'm like, what? I mean, I'm talking there, about. There you are. I'm talking about there's there, piles there, of big them. Hey, there's piles of them. I mean, they're everywhere. Well, then What's you know, this bearded guy doing in this line? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and everybody's Talk thinking. Hell, we got a bearded guy For just there. a minute, Rick, I thought you were at a yogurt shop and that was topping. <laughs> I'm sorry, Bubba. But, but it's not. That, we, get, that we would almost prefer. Yeah. So, it, so let now. Let me get you a napkin. You got some acai in your beard. Right. Yeah. That, <laughs> by the way, has that ever been said? Never. Hey, hey beard. You got some acai in your beard. No, because no man with a beard would be in there. That's it. So I, so I get up there and I'm like, how long is this going to be? How long is this going to be? How long is this going to be? Oh, so, so long. Line so long. So, anyways, so I. I almost turned back, and then I think, well, you know what? Once I get inside the door, it's not that far. Mm-hmm. I think it's not that. And you want to come through. You want to come back whatever your wife wants, right. okay? So I get in there. Now, I want you to picture this, okay? What if you come back with wings? Picture me. <laughs> picture me exactly the way I look, okay? Picture me exactly the way I look. Standing. I'm not exaggerating. There's me. 
and there's nothing but teenage girls. It's just me and, and a bunch of teenage girls. Okay. And so and, and so I I'm I'm sitting there and then and then there's a window right here to my right that goes back out to the world in which I came from. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what do you think happens? So there's a few little girls in front of me, and I think, well, I'm not that far away. Then what happens? They all start running up to the window. Oh, 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 oh can you get me? I see my And they're and they're hollering. <laughs> they're hollering through the window. They're hollering to their through friend. the window to the people in front of them. I'm, I feel so bad for her. And then they're doing all this kind of stuff. And you go, that's a foul. She's supposed to be with. I feel so bad for her. Find out what she wants. Then they can't get each other's order. Uh-uh. I can't get up there. So they start texting each other uh-uh. through the window what they want. Get in line like now, everybody else. Now they're taking pictures of the menu. And then they're sending it back because they're looking in the window. I can't send him. I can't send him menu. Forget it. I can't send him menu. Can you text him menu? And I'm like, I'm never going to get a bowl. And then I'm thinking, I don't want a bowl anyway. So, so imagine what I'm going through for something I don't even want. And uh, I feel so bad for her. That's cheating. I I bet I heard. I feel so bad for her. I don't know what was happening. Something was going. But I just feel so bad for her. Uh, and um, and right. can't say the menu. Can't text us the menu. These little faces jumping oh, in. So what happens is, text us the menu. What, well, here's what thing. So not only have I got all these girls in front of me, now a pile are coming to the door, and so really, really, they're just backing me up, uh, but yeah. further in the oh, line every time one would come in. Can you text me the menu? I feel so bad for her. And I feel so bad for her. I bet I heard that a thousand times. I'm like, do y'all say anything? I'm looking at her. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, what, what? And uh, I tell you, don't feel bad for her. She should be on time. Right. <laughs> and uh, Bearded get man. On. So, I, guys, it took me so long, oh. so very long. So then I make the mistake Boy, of saying. Boy, you just love to have had a good drive through. Rick, right I feel so bad for you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad for Rick. And, 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 there's an app for and, that. And so then, by the way, I did, by the way, it did own some of the people back there working. I screamed out, is this what it feels like to be Justin Bieber? <laughs> and, and by the way, it owns some of the people back behind yeah, it. Hey, you are being here with us every day. I feel so bad for you. And so, um, so I think, well, I'm, I'm going to leave this bowl world. Because, uh, by the way, I'm only going to say one bowl. Because they're all named all these. Uh, I'll, take the, um, I'll take the Bahama Passion. You know, and, and so, so I was like, I, I'm not saying that. That was the Bahama Pageant. <laughs> yeah, I felt so bad for her. You know what they? I don't know why they're to talk the way they talk. I know. So anyway, so I was like, um, Did you ever just scream stop? I get I, in line I, like I, everybody else. I, yeah. I, I, I finally yeah. had to say, Hey, man. And they kind of look around, you know, they're terrified. Now there's a giant man with a They're beard. all looking yeah. up. Oh, no, we should leave. Lumberjack <laughs> is wandered in here. I'm so scared of him. <laughs> so so anyway. He thinks they serve burgers. All I said was, all I said was, hey. Hey, now. Hey, now. You're overdoing uh, it. Don't hey, so much. Just we don't know about me. You almost <laughs> not know about me. Look, Rick, I'll, I'll give you three. I'll I'm at the beach, so I'm in a pretty good mood. Yeah. But it's waning. <laughs> yeah. So, Rick, I'll give you three of your friend's orders, and then I'm cutting it off. Yeah, right. yeah, I cut it. I did. I, that's funny you said I cut it off at three. That's okay. it. Five and six came out. I said, hey, <laughs> man, y'all going to have to come in. You said, whoa. I'm so kind of scared of him. <laughs> so so anyway. Uh, he looks like he's eating meals bigger than us. <laughs> so anyway, um, so I get up, and I just say, I got to go smoothie. So what bowl did you uh-huh. get? No, no. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Yeah. Smoothie? I had to go smoothie. Right. I'll take, uh, give me something with strawberries and bananas in it. <laughs> but what, what, which one? What do you mean? Which one? You want the extra? I want the one energy strawberry. Do you, do you want to put an energy shot in it? No, I, I don't. I'm, oh yeah. I what don't does that to, mean? Caffeine, yeah, they run a list of caffeine. He doesn't know what he wants. You know, I, I don't think I'm ever. He's so bad for him. 
I don't think hey, I've ever had a smoothie in my whole life. I just want bananas ever. and strawberries. I like and put smoothie. some put some milk in it. Right. Listen, I'm not. Oh, we don't have milk. Do you want coconut milk? No, no, no. I don't. I want one that came about from almond. a cow. What's going to get me milk. out of here? Would you like to have some almond milk? No. You got some cow milk? Y'all, where did almond milk come from anyway? You got some milk. Almonds. Almonds don't make. Don't. Oh, they do if you grind them up. They don't. They. Yeah, it was it was the it was. Such they don't a, raise little almonds off. Well, thirty five calories. Did you walk back to Sherry with the right thing? I did. Of course, they forgot my smoothie. What? They, they call out Rick, and then I'm embarrassed. I tried to use a fake name, and uh, they give me the, the Bahama Passion Bowl with I C E I C E I K I stuff in it, and then I'm like, Hey man, where's my smoothie? And they and then they get frantic back there, and they, they can't they can't find my order. Rick. <laughs> We're looking at about 21 minutes past the hour. It's the Rick and Bubba Show. We thank you so much for tuning in. You know, this has been a running uh, theme here on the show for years, and that is if any staff member uh, has surgery, then we absolutely mess with them. Uh, And I think now hospitals have rules because of our staff and uh, the barriers that we uh, broke, <laughs> not not because of the staff, but just us not knowing any better. Uh, and so this last uh, bit that I'm about to play, I think it is the last time we were able to get past, uh, I guess what I would call the waiting room, back behind the swinging doors uh, into the uh, operating room. Uh, and it has to do with one Michael Helms uh, and him uh, checking in with us uh, after he's already uh, been given the shot or the good stuff. Let's take a listen. Helmsy ha- has not been here throughout the whole show. We're about to speak to him, set up why Helmsy is not here but is about to be on the phone. He's having some serious back issues. He needed to get a block for pain. And now I believe Helmsy is recovering, uh, just waiting for the anesthesia to wear off. Helmsy, how you doing, buddy? Hey, buddy. How are you? Well, we're good. Are you you already in and out? I'm. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, I just had it done, and and I'm. Uh, I got. I guess I get thirty minutes. I'll be ready to roll. All right. I know a lot of you think we're talking to one of our members of the Secret Service. This is actually Hamsey. Right. Right. Uh, He's had a block in his back. That, yeah. yeah. Down around was it L four L five? Yes, sir. L four L five. How you feeling, big man? I'm, I look real good right now. Can I give a couple shout outs, Rick? Oh, yes, yeah, please do. I've never heard, yours. I've never heard him in this voice before. All right, go ahead. Love you, man. Let me tell you something. Miss Pat took care of me from the time I walked in the door. She's kind of been my go to. And hey, loves the show, by the way. Hey, Miss Pat. Hey, Miss Pat. Hey, so sweet, Miss Pat. Don't watch it, okay. buddy. E- easy fella. Easy, easy big man. <laughs> easy fella. Uh, no, 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 no. It ain't like that. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Speedy, hey, Speedy hey, I ain't heard this tone since we were all in Atlanta that time. I know. Hey, hey. <laughs> that's good. Uh, think, Sounds like Hams has already had the swing lube today. Yep, yep. I want to thank Miss Amanda and Miss Haley and Miss Mallory. They, uh. Yeah, are you in K4? I was trying to be serious, Rick. Mr. Mr. Bobby, I want to thank Mr. Bobby. Y'all stand by. Hams is going to look through his looking glass and see people at home watching. I see, I see little Timmy. All right. Go ahead, Al. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, I want to thank the Dr. custodian. Greg, hey, Dr. Greg Humphrey and, uh, of course, Dr. Mark Downey. Yeah. Okay. One we, the guy we talked to this morning. Oh, okay, right. okay but we I, got it. I, I knew that, buddy. I just, uh, okay. I do recall that. <laughs> You're getting a call, I think. 
Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, some six three zero number. I have no idea who it is. No, probably uh, your mom. But um, all right. Hey, hey gotta tell you, I probably feel, Miss I mean, Amanda. I do want to thank the Alabama Orthopedics. Okay, buddy. <laughs> thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Hey, all right, buddy. all right, all right. First, first class, my friend. First class. Ham, hey, seriously, did they treat you well? Yeah, absolutely. It's the easiest thing I've ever done. Well, yeah. All right, Hamzy. Right, now the right, list of. All right, all, right. all right, next the list of people that you really love. You got anything you want to say about Greg? Makes it on your heart. <laughs> I love Greg. <laughs> hey, listen. And you know what? I meant to tell you all this the other day. Every time me and Greg get after each other, Here we go. it concerns my mother-in-law. She thinks that we hate oh, him. Are you serious? Yes. And I, look, and I love Greg. Greg. Me and Greg, there's probably no better friends in that studio than me and Greg. Right. Yeah. I mean, y'all love each other. That's right. Yes. You miss Pat. Well, you, but your mother-in-law may, I mean, tell your mother-in-law we're good. Everything all right there? Oh, Oh, absolutely. Love my mother-in-law. Oh, yeah, I mean, She's just misreading the situation. Right. You're saying she just doesn't. She, does. she gets so concerned when me and Greg get after each other. <laughs> well, we need to she, clear that up. And I try to tell her that I love Greg. Yeah. Well, well we know you do, Hams. She won't listen. Love. Y'all got a good, a good friendship. That's right. Excellent. We do. I don't think there's any better in the studio, quite frankly. <laughs> I know you and Bubba have been together for 20 years. There's something special there. But I'm telling you, me and Greg's made a lot of ground in the last five, six years. Y'all have. Y'all have. Well, what about Speedy? Did you just leave him out? No, love Speedy. Speedy Grace, are you kidding me? You're kidding me. <laughs> well, we love you too, Helmsy. Bye, man. But you and Speedy have not made as much lead ways right. and Greg. You think Speedy's too well, busy no. for you? Well, he's coaching too many teams. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. What's that? I mean, me and, me and Greg would we'll go to the movies in a minute. You don't watch it. <laughs> Greg, he's about to, he's about to team bust you. I thought y'all were working. Yeah, shh. Hamzy. All right, now. <laughs> so you think you think Speedy's too busy for y'all? Oh, no. too many teams. Right? Oh, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> what all is he, he coaching now? Well, right now he's coaching, I guess, Reese and J.C. He, he's in middle school. I'm not coaching him now. He's got to coach. Speedy, Speedy, you also said you wasn't coaching the high school football team, but it's clear you wear a headset and you're a coach. So who's supposed to believe that? <laughs> That's right. The audience wants you to give them one, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> he's trying. Oh, Rick, my we've given him the mic at the Christmas party. Can this way all the time? And look, and, spe- and let me tell you something about Speedy. Now, he, he, oh boy. he does his little announcing up there at Pelham High School Baseball, uh-huh. and he does a great job. But, I mean, hey, they play a lot of home games. Right. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. You're right, high they school do. baseball play 40 games in a minute and half of them home. So, so you're saying more. half your games are home, half are away. Yeah. So he's, that's well, another thing he's going to do. I didn't know Speedy was a PA guy. He's the voice. Oh, excellent, excellent PA. The Braves ought to hire him. <laughs> does he have a Does he have a little trademark? He does a little way he does things. You know what I like? I like when he gets to talking about the concession stand. <laughs> he gets, what does he what? say? What does he say about? That's it? what you like. And, <laughs> the, why are y'all laughing at me? Well, we're laughing at Speedy no, because we're he, laughing at Speedy because he's he talking is, about the concession stand. I would have thought that would have been Bubba's area. Yeah. 
I'm going to tell you, when he talks about the menu at the Panther Bar and uh, – not Bar and Grill. Oh, not wow. It's not a bar. So hey, I'm coming to one of y'all's games. Panther Grill. The <laughs> Panther Grill. When oh, yeah. he gets talking about the Panther Grill, and I'm, I want to go buy a hamburger in a minute. Right, right, right. <laughs> a minute. Oh, right, Hams, do you want to say thanks to your wife for making sure we were able to do this earlier today and tell her – Oh, absolutely. And my father-in-law, Mr. Downs, because – he he was the one that made it happen, you know, because you got a handle of having somebody drive you home, obviously, because of the gear way I'm talking. But, uh, <laughs> but up you, so, sound, you sound fine to me. <laughs> do I? Okay, well, that's good. That's yeah. good. That Just don't drive. So, and Amanda made it happen. God, I love her. I love her so much. <laughs> I mean, she does uh, a good job. You know, it sounds you. like you and your father-in-law are real close, considering you call him Mr. Downs after all these years. Y'all must have to be really tired. Greg, see, now don't get me started. You'll make Miss Downs the thing wearing a five, but I respect the man, and I'm going to call him Mr. Downs. I know. You've been married to his daughter for a long time. It's hard for me to call him Alan. I mean, you know, I'm Mr. Downs. <laughs> I got you. Okay, well, thanks. That's just what you do. Yeah, that's just what you do, right, Hams? Yes, absolutely. Well, there you go. Um, goodness gracious. Uh, that's good stuff right there. Thank you, Helmsy, for that. Uh, and I know, uh, unfortunately, they've got recordings of about every staff member uh, at some point doing something similar. But that is gold right there, my friend. Uh, 29 minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for listening to The Best Of. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-five minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Best of Rick and Bubba show. Uh, well, we love uh, recaps. That's what a lot of best ofs uh, are. It's just recaps of our life uh, or friends, kind of like this one. One of the things, and Roxanne's come in. We're going to find out what she did. But one of the things that um, that our church did this year, and, and I have to admit, I'm not very good about. I don't. I'm not, not as involved in all the activities as probably I should be sometimes. But then again, you can go too far where you're involved in every activity and your kids are going, can we ever stop coming down to the church for every single thing? So there's a, there's a juggling act in there of, of, of you know trying to you know do what you need to do for the church and the family and combine the two and all that. So I'll be honest, they called for a father-son choir. And I uh, love the guy that, 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 that leads our, our worship. Uh, Michael Adler is an incredible talent. He and his wife were on the program uh, a couple months back for a, a thing they had come up. They used to be in Truth. Great hair, too. Yeah, incredible yeah. hair. Very hip-looking guy, you know. Love to hear him talk about his teenage sons, tell him that they wish he wouldn't play the trombone. He says, look, I play the guitar a lot, and I've got a headset. Sure. <laughs> they're, like, they're like, Dad, don't do the trombone thing. He said, I thought I was a really hip dad. But anyway, so... Um, um, it, it was a great idea, and, and your son had to be nine or above for you to have your son there with you. And I was like, well, well, Boomer got on fire for it, my oldest son. He said, Dad, I want to do that. And I'm like, well, if he wants to do it. Now, what was this? The father-son choir. The choir Sunday was made up of nothing but dads and sons are just dads. You know, if your son was too little or whatever, right. you just you could be in it anyway. So Boomer... He, oh yeah, he, he said that, he was on fire. He, he said, wear the robes and everything. No, or no, just... no, no, you can't put you can't put dads through that. You know, he, he was like, he said, that'll be fun. That'll be great. So, so we go and uh, you know we go to the uh, the they had one little practice on Saturday, which is basically us eating out, hanging out, eating breakfast, and then him trying to get us to sing something. And and it was interesting because they wanted you to declare what you sing. They said, right, let me have the basses over here. Here's our tenors and whatever. And, and I went, well, I don't, I don't know what I. 
you know, boomers. Kind of in the middle. Yeah, and, and and my quote was, well, it's according to what song it is. I mean, sometimes I'm a bass, sometimes I'm I'm a baritone, sometimes I'm a tenor. Yeah. I mean, I can I, I may just I'm, I'm whatever note feels good. I'll get on there and ride. <laughs> or the classic answer, yes. Yeah, I said never once were they asking me this when I was learning to do a cover of Guns N' Roses' "Sweet Child of Mine." <laughs> you know, so, you're a utility singer, Rick. Yeah, you I can do whatever. I, I just have to go where where the song takes me. Did you tell so, them whatever Kiefer is? Yeah. So, so I said, well, I said, what does Tom Kiefer? What note is that? And they all kind of looked at me. As a matter of fact, Michael Adler did remind me that never once in any church he's ever been a part of has a guy taken the microphone stand and ran around with it. So, uh, so I was like, okay. So, so I'm I'm in I'm in choir format, and I just say, well, I just want to sit near my son. I don't know where to sit. I'll just sing whatever. So we practice. So we get there, and uh, and the day you know is there, and we're late as usual. They said you need to be here at ten after. Uh, which my family usually arrives at 10 after the service starts. So 10 after, not good. Uh, I, as a matter of fact, I told him for the longest, I didn't know our church even had music early in the service because <laughs> I'd never seen it. And uh, yeah. so, How do we start this thing? <laughs> right. So anyway, so we get there late, and so we just jump in there, and we're all filing. Now, some, somehow, you know, God has a plan. There, there are members of the church that I'm in their Sunday school class, we've talked about it, that, you know, we – are like us. It's very similar. You know, we all about the same age. We we like the same eighties groups. You know that kind of stuff, and we tend to goof off and not be. You know, our generation we're 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 not as serious as maybe sometimes we should be. So we got confused. He had his two sons, uh, Mark Garnett. Y'all heard me talk about him. One of our many Marks, and then I had Boomer, and they were trying to send us through the church different ways to end up in the choir loft where you're supposed to be. I didn't right. know where we were supposed to be. And by the grace of God, one of his sons says, Dad, we're on the side. We're supposed to go this way. So we separate. So I lose him in the process. We're not sitting by each other in the choir, which I think was by God's design. Yes. So we split up, and I'm literally on one end of the choir, and he's all the way on the other. I can see him, but I'm not sitting by him. Right. Total he, opposite end. Yeah, he's got his two sons with him, and you know we're cranking up, and we're all singing, you know, like that. And it's the men's choir, and everybody's like the men. Did you freelance any? Uh, yeah, I just went with whatever. Uh, as, a, as, as a note would come by, I'd go, I like that one, and I'd jump on there. And, and uh, I will say this to the church, we can't hear Michael. Michael Adler, we can't hear him when you're in the loft. But anyway, so because um, you know he was my key, and I lost him. I couldn't. Monitor speaker, please. Yeah, yeah. Monitors. Uh, there's some nice mon- board guys. Fold back one and two. Hey, hey, hey. You know, and I started getting into that. We, we, we gotta get to, I'm pointing at my monitor like I'm in a band, you know. So um, that was on your reader. And see, Boomer can really sing well, and I can't. And I know I'm somewhat embarrassing to him, but uh, so. So, you know, he's like, Dad, Dad, I'm, here's, here's your note. You know, when, he kept talking about, look at this note, look at this stuff. And I finally turned and I said, what's all this talk about notes? What, where are they at? People were going, well, they're all over this page. <laughs> so I said, I just sing the melody, whatever. When I, when, you know, well, I need a few good men. You know, so, so I, I looked down there at Mark Garnett. And, and, you know, when you got your buddy, you want to make faces at each other because you're real mature. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, it, it's because. Now know, that you're a dad. Yeah, we, you know, I've got a 13. I think he's got an 11 and a, and a 9 or 11 and a 10. And, like, we're at the same level as them. <laughs> hey, look at Garnett and them. And even Boomer's going, Dad, we need to pay attention. You know, he's become the dad. I said, I'm making faces at Garnett. Yeah. You know, and all that. So so then I, I look, and out of the corner of my eye, I see commotion where Garnett and his sons are. There's some commotion there. And I, and I look, you know how you look, and I, and, I, and I see his kid is making some kind of 
movement, and I thought, in my mind, I thought, hey, one of his kids just got in trouble. He's culling one, is what I thought. Right here during the song. Right. Yeah. Now, now we're, you know, we're in the loft. It ain't like you can't see us. Okay, I mean, we're, <laughs> you look, and there we are. I mean, a couple of baptisms. on the mountaintop, Brett. Yeah, a couple of <laughs> baptisms are just taking place right here. You know, that kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. And it's not like you can't see it. And I go, what is he doing? And I see him, and he's down there and all this, and, and I see some commotion down in front of him. and. <laughs> And While the, singing is happening. Yeah, and, and then the song ends, and there's still commotion going on, and, and I pick up people out in the church, or they're now looking. Of course, you know me. I'm like this. Oh, yeah. What is it? <laughs> and I kind of... Hey, know, what's going all, on? All I can think of is this something I make fun of Garnett about. <laughs> yeah. You know, and, 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 and so uh, I'm watching. Well, they leave, and then he comes back, and I look, and now he's on all fours, up under chairs, and I'm going, what is he doing? I mean... In the loft, okay, and and, and and I can't tell why he's crying or laughing, and the other son stays, and he doesn't leave, and, and he doesn't sing it's, anymore, and I'm like... It's mass confusion. Well, you even start thinking, is this something serious? You know, there's that, that part hit you, but then I thought, why would he be back up under the chair? Has he lost something? Um, Drop a contact? Well, come to find out, as, uh, as I finally get the story, and of course hearing him tell it, he's in Florence this morning, I think... Um, he said, well, we're sitting there. He goes, and I'm singing, and something gets out of my peripheral. And I go, is somebody just throw something? He goes, it just went right by my. And he goes, I go, somebody. And he thinks it's me, of course. Right, he goes, right. has, Rick, Where's has, has, has Burgess thrown something across the choir at me? And he says, as I turn around, I realize, oh, no, one of my sons is projectile vomiting all over the people in front of us. Oh, it just, Rick. <laughs> what? Sorry for all of you having breakfast. <laughs> He's, wow. And he's like, he got the people in front of him. He said, I'm talking about some incredible down, in, down, down into the orchestra. I mean, you even see a guy on, on percussion go, you know, like, like this. And uh, he's like, well, this is as bad as it can possibly get. And then, and then you don't really know what to do. And he said, I've got people in front of me that will go on to, that are about to go out front for a solo. And they've been hit in the back. Uh, we've got people, you know, with a hair. What? And, and I think the line of the day will have to go to Brian Gunn, I will, who's one of our like associate, one of the people on the staff. His quote was, I've seen the Holy Spirit move in a lot of ways, but never once has it moved to the point that I had something dangling in my hair. And, and, For everything <laughs> else, there's a master card. Good gracious. God bless him. And, 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 <laughs> what, did he have a stomach virus? Was it nervousness? What was it? No. And the, the quote from the son was, Dad, I really feel pretty good now. I think I want to stay and sing. And he was like... I don't think so. I, I'm not. I can't take the chance of us going on around. But you got to say this. That's a dedicated young man right there. Yeah, but let me tell you something. So you think about this. You remove the child and you try to tell him it's all right, buddy, and you try to get all that taken care of. But then you've got to return. That's the part he said was the worst. As bad as that was, you take care of your kid, you hand him off to mom. But now you've got to return. Step back in. <laughs> and go back to where now, you know, the father and son choir has been a little inconvenienced by the father. Yeah. And it really smells. <laughs> look, I mean, just people like, you know, you, you know what it looked like? He said when he went back, it was like watching one of the great war pictures when people were being loaded onto the copter who were injured. You had to survey who all got hit. <laughs> and one of them was a guy about to do a solo. He just going, well, I'll leave that jacket here. You know, and he's out front soloing, and I'm looking going, wow. He, he's gracious. He, he, gracious. But, but you know, in, in a great moment, as he said, he was on all fours trying to you know see what he could do up there in the loft as, as the service <laughs> continued. Um, he said, I, I, I took my son to the side and I said, son, I know this is somewhat traumatizing. He said, but, but I can assure you, and you need to know this right now, 
you could not have given me a better gift for Father's Day. <laughs> he said, he I said, will remember. He said, this Father's Day will never be forgotten. <laughs> and, and I want to thank you for that. He'll have to go. The year was 2000. <laughs> mm. Just live life, come back and report it. Thank you for that request. I know the Garnets love it. <laughs> 15 minutes until top of the hour. It's a Cook's Pest Control Best of. We got another uh, segment here this hour, so don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and EK. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Pass the gravy, please. Ten minutes till top of the hour on this Cook's Pest Control Best of, and this portion of the program sponsored by FieldofGreens.com. Look, we've been talking about this. Um, Imagine for a minute you, uh, your next doctor's office visit, they glance up and go, hey, wow, look at this chart. Uh, you're doing well. Uh, we can't, of course, promise that your, your doctor will dance in, uh, but I can tell you this, I, I, we feel like you're going to see improved health. Uh, I know I am. I've been taking it for a couple of months now. Uh, fieldofgreens.com. Uh, they promise a, uh, a um, better health, uh, and uh, each fruit and vegetable they use is medically selected. For a specific health benefit, some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys, while others support metabolism uh, for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, you don't get enough exercise, or you eat too much fast food, this product will make a big difference for you. Now, again, we can't promise your doctor is going to come dancing into the room, but at your next checkup, your doctor will notice your improved health or your money back. That's their promise. We trust it for our health, and so can you. And right now, get started. Save 15% at fieldofgreens.com. Just use promo code Bubba. That's fieldofgreens.com with promo code Bubba to save 15% today. Or you can find a link at rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. All right, so uh, as we continue on, this is Speedy, your host for this hour uh, on the Best of Rick and Bubba show, and they'll back, they'll be back uh, Monday, July 10th, Lord willing, uh, Lord willing. Rick back from France, Bubba kind of hanging out around here. Uh, things are going well with Rick and Sherry. The updates to the staff is that they're having a blast, and so uh, we thank you for all of you checking in on that. All right, so here we go. This is good stuff here. Take a listen to this best of. Speaking of cooking, uh, did y'all happen to see who's got a new uh, cooking show coming out? Yes. That would be Roseanne Barr. Oh, my gosh. That what, that, well, I guess it'll help you lose weight. You look at her and don't want to eat. <laughs> she has got a new sit. Now, listen to this. Tough room today. I mean, yeah. it's a tough room. Same thing with birth control with her. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks, TMI. It's always one too many. I like it better when your mouth's full of chips. <laughs> <laughs> We don't have to worry about him chiming in because he will be eating again here in a look, minute. Look, he wants some more somebody can't yeah. stand it. Mm. I'm worried about your talk on my grill. Being a little, am we, I leaning yellow tin on the teeth? Do I need JT, to go don't be smiling like that. School children are going to jump let me, on. Let me tell you what. To, now look at me and JT, Ryan. If you, return, if you return your calls. I know. Just if you return your call. Old Yeller called and wants his coat back. No, no. A caution light call would like its color back. <laughs> okay. How about he smiled at me a minute ago? I thought he was eating corn. <laughs> <laughs> God, no, I don't need to talk about my weight yet. I'm going <laughs> to come back in. I give you a, JT's already somewhere. lost uh, about 20 pounds. No. About 10. <laughs> Does it turn your teeth yellow, too? JT, here, let me right, tell you what this is. Who's wider? Can I, Come on. Can I, well, it's him. Right, right. Let, 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 me, let me say this. Let me say this. Here's what this is. Uh, we know that JT has never seen a hawk he didn't love. Right. Okay? Word has got to him that we've got a makeover going. 
And he's like, this is my territory. You know what I mean? And, and, he's, and, he's, and as you said, he's got that one tooth that I said was trying to leave out the back exit. You said it's playing middle linebacker. Yes, it is. I mean, that's a safety coming up for a blitz. If and, I've ever and, seen he, and he thinks, this I, is a chance for me to get mine fixed for free. You know what? That's, that's, what, he, that's no. what this is all about. JT, where would you put it? There ain't room down I know. there. Well, in high school, it was just overlapped just a touch, but now it's it's almost completely well, covered I, I, up. That tooth's ready to leave. It, I, you might as well just pull this one, but the whitening things got me got me a little. Well, it's your little, your little yellow. Ain't that it's bad. not a dark. It's about the yellow of that logo over there. <laughs> oh, it's not like school bus yellow. <laughs> it's about it. as yellow as that bag you seen them chips, I know. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's all. But l- listen to this. This is what the twist is. Oh, no. Don't hold a piece of paper up next to you. Uh, <laughs> hey, come over here and smile next to me so it'll be like me standing next to Kenny Chesney. <laughs> <laughs> Did Speedy pull up an ab muscle? He, he looks like he's in pain. <laughs> He <laughs> looks like he's had hernia surgery. Man, it's rough in here. I love it too. This is what I love. <laughs> you know. Well, Rick, listen. This is what's bizarre about this. Well, y'all, this is weird. It's not just a cooking show. This is what's weird about uh, it. I can't get any weirder. They're going to show the cooking show right, on one? ABC Family Channel. <laughs> mm, JT, bad news. We're trying to compare different shades for JT's teeth, uh, <coughs> and apparently we have found the sunshine crayon. Um, yeah. All right. The the actual show that they're doing is going to be on ABC Family, but the show we're going to see on the ABC Network will be a reality behind the scenes of them putting the show together. It'll be basically the Larry Sanders. So it's but gonna, a, but a real version. It runs real on Family. And it runs behind the, behind the, scenes, the scenes on ABC of regular? them getting the show together, producing it, putting it on. All of that will be on ABC. So it's going to be like a reality show. I mean, you didn't have Ryan on that yeah, story. Yeah, I did. I, I got I, it. I, 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 he, you, he couldn't tell you one word you just said. <laughs> <laughs> did you see? It was blatant, too, and I was set up and ready. <laughs> tell you something. He, he, he just blew through the New Testament like it was nothing. <laughs> I tell you, you talk about turning a deaf ear to Paul's advice. <laughs> My goodness. <laughs> That's the only thing he turned away from. Uh, it's, uh, uh, okay. So, Roseanne's got a TV show, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you got, you got the show itself, and then the behind the scenes of the show is another show. And, uh, JT, we... <laughs> JT, we learned uh, that he's actually going to be on a new uh, show called Changing Colors uh, with his teeth. Uh, I'm sure there's some dentists that do teeth whitening that listen to the sure, show. Sure, we got is. some. Here he goes. Yeah. Here he goes. Matter of fact, we've had a couple call in that wanted to do mine that, you know, we're already right. yeah. set no, up with you're, Dr. You're Thomas ready to go with yeah. the... At least you don't smoke cigars or anything because that would really... Yeah, you, if you're a cigar right. smoker, it'll really turn them down. I quit smoking and... You know, months ago, quit smoking cigars. You know, I miss the cigar show you used to have on. Gal <laughs> yeah, JT that, used to do a cigar show, and it was it was really something. But that was going pretty good Tony until Hall. what yeah. happened to that? Tony went to jail. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get an ISD lined out the big house. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> they had a few sponsors with the bill and just never came in. <laughs> I keep saying, I seen it, I know I did. <laughs> 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 he can't the stress right now. He can't even move his neck. <laughs> a lot of stress. Oh, Lord. That's, that's, oh, a, that's a gallbladder, Speedy. Yeah, come back come back with that show. You going to do that again, or are you just done with cigars? Yeah, I'm done with cigars. That's not on the body life program. <laughs> <laughs> but teeth whitening is, if anybody knows it. Is, is there, I see. <laughs> JT's I, on a new diet called Body for, eh. <laughs> What about these new teeth whitening products like Colgate you can buy in the nah, grocery store? Nah, that, won't, that, s- won't, that won't tackle that. <laughs> no, no. No, you need to find somebody can sandblast. <laughs> That's I what thought y'all give me more on that stuff in here. There's so many good ones, people yeah. can't respond to each one individually. It's just kind of JT, a- go downtown, find somebody cleaning the side of a building off. <laughs> Pressure wash my teeth. Yeah, while well, Mickey Dean's fixing that lady's house, he could probably shoot at someone your teeth. <laughs> All right. We'll find your teeth whitener, JT. You're missing everything you You've done what you wanted to. You got it out there. Some I'll call you. <laughs> 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 you've found the bait out there, and it just, just be a little movement on it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>